think Peyton Royce's transformation to look more attractive. I don't know. I don't want to say, but I don't think that. I, to I don't more know. attractive in NXT. I thought so. Yes, to me, yes, I would say so. Being joined by the iconic duo of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, and recently, ladies, you've been very critical about the appearance of Ruby Riot. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But um, no one's saying she's unattractive, by the way, everybody. I know, no shit. Yeah, I didn't say it at all. But I don't think, like, she doesn't stand out to me. When she was in NXT, she did. Well, you know, one thing I've noticed about NXT she was and being Rock is... She was, she was a lot lighter. You can suck my fat tits! What can the women's division expect from the Iconics? They can suck my fat tits! Those lads, Jim the Anvil Nightheart passed away. Was it last Monday? Yeah, yeah today or all, yeah. Age 63, fairly young, but he was suffering some ill health lately, I believe. Tis awful sad. It yeah. is awful. It's an awful amount of death the last two weeks. Rita Franklin today, sure. Ah, stop it, hear that. Ah, yeah. That's two. Who's the third? There needs to be a third. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm joking, I'm joking. Wait for, <laughs> wait for Aaron Ramsey to score at the weekend and we're all fucked. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Nice naughty boys. We're celebrities uh, now, so we count. <laughs> uh, how did you enjoy the way they handled it on Monday? They had their nice little somber moment about him after the video. And then they linked... It was kind of like the way we do our stupid segues. It was like, speaking of SummerSlam 1990, SummerSlam is on this Sunday, and blah, it's the biggest party of the summer. And uh, they, turn, think, they turned it into a big plug for the network. I think you could call this a, a, a 50-50, actually. Strangely enough. They're 50-50s. They're fucking respects to Jim Neidhart. Uh, yeah, as you said, it was actually the, the tribute they posted, they done for him, was fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. Really was, it was beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. uh, really showed off everything about him. Gave it a good bit of time. And you could tell watching, Michael Cole did not want to have to do that. No, not at all. Go he, he more. Was he, poor yeah. man having to fucking say that. I, I, I feel, I, I've actually never reached a point where I feel for Michael Cole. Yeah, it, it, they love taking breaks. I mean, they were doing long breaks, and then when they came back from break, it a picture-in-picture break. They couldn't have taken a break in between that and then going this oh, Sunday. God, no. Couldn't. Not possible. Not possible. No room for more ads. No. It wouldn't oh, even be more ads. It would just be relocated ads, so it would actually take up the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the way, literally, they didn't have the, the graphic, you know, the opening graphic in memory of? They, didn't no, have that weird shows. they had the weird ticker tape thingy on SmackDown at the bottom when the show opened to say that Jim Neidhart had died with a picture of him on the side. It was weird. They did it on NXT as well. I wonder, is it because they had that a couple of weeks ago and they don't want new, <laughs> new viewers to come in and be like, Jesus, somebody dies every week on this <laughs> show. 
You uh, laugh, but that's probably it why could it could possibly be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of? I know Gordo, you talked about it. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley's comments on the the revival using the heart attack. Ah, get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, man! At the end of the day, it's a fucking elevated spinebuster with a clothesline. Yeah, and it was it was on the day of his death. It was a tr- quick tribute. It what they're not like they're adopting the move, and now they're yeah. going to make it a fucking a to spot. Be fair, they've used it before, though. Yeah, yeah. They like, they've used it before as a normal move. Like so, uh, the logic being that as soon as someone dies, all moves that they did become obsolete, and you're not allowed to use them. Yeah, I mean, and the wheel will just keep turning. Ah, yes. I think, as far as I know, his argument was the day that Hawk died. Back in 03, himself and Devon had a match that night and they won with the uh, Doomsday device. And right. his logic was, oh, history should repeat itself and he should do the same here. That was his logic. But as I said, like, what of it? It's yeah. fucking wrestling move. These, these are lads who, if you listen to anything they do, everything they have is based around their love of the history of tag team wrestling. No fucking shit yeah. on these guys over it. Yeah, it's not like they're fucking idiots. Uh, like, like spot monkey guys on the indies that are jumping off balconies and going through light tubes and you know they see them as having no respect or something yeah it's a revival these are one of the last teams who are potentially keeping the type of tag wrestling that Bubba Dudley himself fucking done alive yeah it's like a few weeks ago it's just like a few weeks ago he was just making comments online just to get attention for himself he can get fucked he sure can and welcome to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how are the men? Sleepy. Steve, Steve, how are you today? I don't have a story. Oh. I don't have anything worth. First, one that won't get me in trouble in real life. And the ones that are good enough. I, I did have an exploding beer can during the week. Oh. oh. Yeah, it was, um, I think I was watching, maybe it was Raw or Smackdown, I can't remember. And I must have dropped it and forgotten about it. Like, I don't know, earlier in the day or something, took it out of the fridge and it just exploded everywhere. It was on the roof, it was on the TV, <laughs> and I had to put the can down, you know, and then just there was a just pool around the carpet. But like, that was a very, not a very exciting week. Stuff that I can say anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have loads of stories, I'll tell you off there. About <laughs> <laughs> the disgusting, disgusting filth that is the general public. But, uh, but did you get arrested after? That's all I want to know. No. Okay, no. that's that's all we needed to know. I know a guy. Yeah, it's okay. We we yeah. couldn't be doing the alleged wrestling podcast without the audible chocolate that is old Steve. <laughs> we, we, we tried that once. It didn't go very well. It was Gordo everywhere. It was tight. <laughs> sweet butter for your ears. Uh, friends, eh? Cabana and Punk. What the fuck is going on with these two lads now? So are WWE funding Cole Cabana now? If you were to believe internet rumors. Yeah, it's what's going on. Colt is going after um, going after Punk for what is it? A million dollars overall for legal costs incurred. Apparently, he has texts from Punk to say that Punk will cover his legal bills. And he said, was it 100 percent covered Cabana's costs? And it was an email then afterwards saying that Colt is on his own. Mm. Yeah. What a great dude. Like, stay uh, classy. Stay classy. Uh, like, we don't know what went on behind closed doors or what went on between the two. Obviously, they were great friends back in the day, and they obviously fell out massively. Now, 
if I make a promise with a friend when I'm with friends with him and I'm not friends with him anymore, I'm not really going to honor the commitments I made when I was a friend with that person. Just I'm trying to play devil's advocate here now insofar as that, you know, we don't know the reasons they fell out. So if Punk in his own heart feels that he was betrayed or let down in some way by Cabana, then why would he, you know, honor a commitment he made when they were friends if he feels he was fucked over? Well, they reckon the the uh, the dispute is all over the fact that Cole Cabana was backstage at Raw one time after this had all happened. And yeah, and he Punk, felt betrayed. Yeah, yeah, Punk just cut him out of his life, like the jilted lover, Cor- uh, Corey Graves. <laughs> so he I seems think- to just drop people. He's like I, the guy he needs ter- therapy. I think he he's got serious anger issues. Well, that's that's uh, I think that's obvious to everyone. But like, obviously, he's upbringing and childhood didn't do him any favors so i can see where he has trust issues and you know uh, a struggle with making proper connections so you know there's there's a lot of psychological issues that that man has gone through that you know sometimes people overlook just because he's rich and famous you know so i think it's it's easy to tarnish him just because of um things said on the internet as we'll later discuss yes yes save that one uh Punk is a multi-millionaire. Cabana probably... I know he has a stake in pro wrestling tees, doesn't he? Does he is he... I, I, I read somewhere he's minimal, very minimal stake. So, I mean, he's, he's not hurting for money, but he he doesn't have a million dollars, we'll say, to be yeah. just around. around. Uh, I think it's a shitty move on Punk's part. And I, I, Realistically, what they should be doing here is just going against your man, the doctor, or WWE for the, to refund their costs. If they had their head screwed on and be like, "Hey, we won this. We, we've our jury has found us innocent in this. We'll go get our goddamn costs back." If you win a case, that loses paid your fees. Apparently, not in Illinois. That's the no. yeah. yeah, it's not a default. And Punk was asked after he'd won the case, uh, "You know, are you going to follow up and chase for legal expenses?" And at that time, he was just like, to be honest, which I, I just want to wash my hands of all this. I just want to go away. So I think his attitude after all of this court case was, I need to get away from all of this bullshit, all of this drama. Uh, and I think, I think he's been dragged back into it. Uh, and I wonder, have WWE somehow led Cabana astray somehow, or offered him a bit of a sweetener, maybe to go ahead against Punk, maybe. It it's wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't be unlike them to do something like this. To try fifty-fifty to court cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like they they've won completely because they've they're trying to bleed people dry financially and drive a wedge between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Like the the way I look at it is with all this, I can kind of see where Cabana's coming from because at the end of the day, as soon as they he got the first season assist. If Punk hadn't have said, don't worry, I've got you, I've got your back and all this, he could have just pulled down the podcast and he could have avoid, avoided the whole fees and everything in the first place. Yeah. So I can kind of see where Cabana kind of feels that he's been hmm. jilted in this scenario as well. So it's a, it's, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one to call. But uh, yeah, it's a shame to see as well. It's a shame. That's a big thing, I think. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I was trying to play devil's advocate there, but I can see it absolutely from both sides. It oh, is yeah. like a relationship or a marriage just just gone sour, and both people feel like they've been wronged. Yeah, who so gets like the legal it, fees in the divorce? Who gets the kids? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's sad. What can you do, though? I still can't understand why they're not teaming up and just going, hey, fuck you guys, give us our money back. Yeah, but ultimately, the only winner out of all of this is WWE. Sure is. Good luck on your future endeavors. They wish me luck on my future endeavors. So the next segment I'm calling Orton Touchy Touchy the Pee Pee. <laughs> <laughs> and by proxy, other people touchy touchy he pee pee. <laughs> the latest in a, in a litany of Randy Orton backstage shenanigans, uh, Kurt Bauer had mentioned that when he was a writer there, he'd go and introduce himself to new writers, he'd whip his fucking dick out, <laughs> grab it or something, and then ask to shake the guy's hand. And if the guy didn't shake his hand, he'd be like, what are you doing? You big time in me? I'm Randy Orton. <laughs> go, if you don't do this, I'm going to go tell Stephanie and Vince. What a piece of shit this guy uh, is. Well, is I that he does all this with his dick still hanging out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the in best the part. <laughs> I just picture him standing there, fucking dick out backstage. Just come on, shake my hand. Take me hand. Go it's, on. Like, it's like a Will Farrell scene. It's like, what? Uh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> what? You big time in me, bro? Well, he already had the pants down where he's shitting in the handbag. Like, so, you know, it's that's, down already. Who was that? Layla or somebody? Was it a... Uh, was it Amy Webber, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Uh, Someone like that. And there was loads of shit. The, you remember the time he... Everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever see the video of him bumming a cigarette off a customer or off a fan outside? he's outside signing signing autographs and he sees a guy smoking hey can I get one of those takes a cigarette and leaves while he was in the middle of signing stuff for kids (laughs) (laughs) it's okay he's turned into leaf lads he's completely different now apparently different shark different shark yeah (laughs) Uh, did you see that there was a storyline back remember back around about 08 or 09 where he was like the chosen one of the company or whatever like Santino was still there and everything they actually done a storyline where in the ring Vince McMahon is standing there with Randy Orton who was champion at the time and Vince has all the uh, roster up on the stage and he said every one of them is going to get in the ring and shake Randy Orton's hand (laughs) (laughs) that has not aged well Oh, man. And there's not really much to say about it. It was just funny. But, no, horrendous. <laughs> Apparently, there's, a, there's an internal investigation about it now. So oh. we'll see if that comes out of it. Yeah. He was on SmackDown. You know, hiding behind a curtain. Yeah. Like couldn't see the bottom half of him, so God knows what he was doing. But <laughs> We couldn't see his hand either. <laughs> yeah, something tells me he's going to definitely get fired from this one. <laughs> this is the deal breaker yeah yeah randy orton will be working for ott in three months time. i don't want to touch his hand <laughs> yeah, randy orton you don't have to shake his hand uh, you pay extra to not shake his hand oh man will we, will we just get into it will hang on hang on hang on hang on oh lovely beautiful sound uh, Dan, no the ice is gone i was going to listen oh, to the ice in my whiskey i uh, I for, I forgot to bring a beer up with me, but I might let you talk and then run off and get one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave Meltzer and Peyton Rice. Mm-hmm. It's yep. got everybody talking. It's the feel-good hit of the summer. Uh, Snowflakes are out. Yeah, you would have heard a bit of the an excerpt from what he said uh, from that guy's Twitter account. I took it directly from there to highlight how it was taken so badly out of context. So he talked about before this, it was that it was conversation about Cena, how he'd lost 18 pounds and after the PEDs and all this sort of stuff. And then it got into 
kind of other body transformations. Somehow the Iconics came up, not quite sure. And he said basically that Dave Meltzer, a heterosexual male, thinks that she was more attractive back when she was in NXT when she didn't have the whatever the the boob job iconic duo when she she didn't have the whole iconic duo there uh the life supports up front um but i mean what's up with what's the problem with a guy thinking the girl looked better when she was younger (laughs) first off i i I don't know i know every time you talk about someone they were younger but (laughs) let's just stay with that one before we get into the backlash what's the problem first off kind of with what he said he literally said my preference was this version of her. That's absolutely fine. Yes. What's the he problem was, And he literally, uh, if people would listen to a bit further into it, he turned. I believe he pretty much said she is in no way unattractive. Yeah. He literally, like, which is one of the big things everyone's saying is you know fat shame and it's called a rugby. He said the exact opposite of that. He pretty much said she is absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. People's noses are still as out of place as Carmela's. <laughs> You're going to get objectified her body. Uh, wait, You're wait, not wait, allowed to do that in 2018. What? Well, okay, I, be- I better put up my uh, apology uh, on, on the, the website in a couple of minutes. You are getting suspended for two weeks with no pay. And uh-huh. did, you, did you fucking assume her gender? <laughs> are we? Are we? It's 2018, Gordo. That's oh. another two weeks. To add another two weeks onto my suspension for assuming it's gender. Yeah. We have to do <laughs> yes. better as a podcast. Yeah. God. <laughs> so this Jeez, is this is gonna be a YouTube clip then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, this was this was just so embarrassing, and I, I was literally <laughs> sitting on my hands last night because I wanted to go to town on Twitter, but I know we would have got our account suspended. Like, yeah, that's, that's how bad it was last night. Just everybody chiming in, fucking Renee Young jumping all over it, MVP Seth Rollins. The uh, it was so bad. The comment really was that when he shouldn't have said the last bit or Alvarez should have made him clarify it, where it was like when he when she was lighter. And what he meant was it was a stupid joke about her fake boobs. Yeah, that's all yeah. it was. All you had to do was reply back to it when this bad guy started. Just the big comment just saying boobs. Yeah, it would have been fine. <laughs> B-E-W-B-S. <laughs> and Alvarez didn't help him. Boobies. No, he <laughs> pushed him under the bus. Watch it. Yeah, Alvarez uh, was poking the bear there. Like. Yeah, it all came from Alvarez going, uh, so you thought she was more attractive than NXT. They could, that was it. If he hadn't said yeah. that, none of this would have happened. You stupid yeah. fuck. Um, but no, I... You I, could see him, like, listening to it for the first time, you could hear him, like, backing away from the words he wanted to say and choosing his words even delicately at that point. And still, the fucking snowflakes still managed to get their knickers in a twist about it all. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, we've redubbed him J Dog now, Jordan. J Dog, J Dog, it's the J Dog. We make him J Dog. J Dog thirty nine, J Money, J T Smooth. That's another guy. But um, he mentioned there's all these people that are complaining about all the pretty blondes being champion, and then also complaining that WWE has a problem with pushing certain people because of their looks. I'm like, you pick pick a side. He's talking about people, no. obviously, the snowflakes. Pick a side. Know, did, you just assume, did you assume Jordan's gender? Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the human being known as Known J-Dog. as J-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, it was a good point I thought he made. It was like, you can't... Oh, yeah. 
And we seem to have I didn't see seen oh, this. There He's we back. Go. He's back. I'm back. Sorry. The Twitter meltdown. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see this until I got home and I saw like, there was like 50 messages on our WhatsApp group going, oh man, who died? And I was like, no. <laughs> A death would be less messages. Someone did something non-offensive and the internet has gone into meltdown. You thought I was messaging Road Dog again, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop tagging Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should have asked yeah. him about it too, what he thought. What have it yeah, it was like well. a coordinated response from the company though, wasn't it? That, see, I, I don't know if it was a coordinated response from the company or just everyone backing up Peyton, who's their friend. Yeah. But there was a lot of people really quickly, so I don't know. Except for Joe. Yeah, Joe went the other way. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I even have a clip of it in the start of this. Wasn't there a gimmick to be insulting to people who didn't look like them? Or they yeah. were better and prettier than the other girls? Yeah. yeah. She had a feud with Ruby Riot if she didn't like her looks. I mean, yeah. it's not her. I'm sure her name isn't Peyton Royce. Maybe it is. I don't know. But whoever she plays, she has to recognize that she plays that character on TV who's a bitch and body shames other people. And then when she's oh, not yeah. body shamed in any way, she is not body shamed, she loses the fucking rag. Yeah. Yep. I, I have to admit, one of my favorite tweets in the whole situation was Billy Kay's. So if anyone saw oh, yeah. her follow up, not her main one, no, her follow up one where she literally said, Order a pizza, I'm coming over. Don't forget the cinnamon bites. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, all these really serious tweets, she just drops that one. I was like, See, this is why I love Billy Kay. I I don't even think it would have been as bad if Peyton didn't put out the tweet she did. And, like, you know, even the first half of her tweet was fine, you know. You can, you can take offense to a certain jab. Like, no one's saying that you, you can't be offended. But there's certain things to be offended by and certain things, you know, just fucking let it go. But the fact that she turned that into a whole fucking tsunami of this is why young girls are having health issues. Like, Jesus Christ, it was a fucking throwaway joke. I don't think young girls are getting boob jobs and uh, are wrestling for WWE either. Yeah. Like, I, I hope not. <laughs> and and the, the, the sad state of affairs here is that Meltzer was actually right in what he said. She was more attractive in NXT. And she's another point Shoot. here. They had more time to wrestle and they had better promos back then as well. Yeah, Everything where it all came from. NXT. Yeah, that's where it all came from. So that's, it. that's exactly it. You hit the nail on the head, lads. It's, it's the fact that they, he was talking about how they weren't getting over on the main roster. And it was the fact that the, the gimmick was stale, the wrestling matches were poor, and then he turned that around and said, back in NXT, they had more time, their promos were working, their in-ring work was better, and she looked much more attractive. So, like, but Alvarez did that. He brought it there and he hung him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he hung him out to fucking dry. But, like, yeah, it's true. Like, the whole the whole stick is, is stale at this stage. I mean, anyone who's listened to us over the last couple of months will know that since their call-up, pretty much all of us have soured on them to an extent. I think I'm probably the last one who thinks there's still hope for them at this stage, but even I'm, even I, even I, no, no, to be fair, even I'm saying that the stick is stale. It's, it's stale, but they do have talent there that they could turn it around, but there needs serious change in the characters. You're just a white knight on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, sure I have. Have you fucking seen the shit I fucking tweet? (laughs) You always should release it. Oh, no, I was going to say we should release some of my messages in the fucking WhatsApp group. Oh, Wait, God, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. WhatsApp group can never see the light of day. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, no, I said it's, it's one of the things. The whole shtick is stale. The whole general idea of what I think he was aiming for is true. 
but he got hung out to fucking dry and the internet is having a field day with it. Yep. And this yeah. whole argument for me was null and void. Uh, it really hammered home when I saw this tweet. And I'll quote it word for word. Love the WWE roster having knives out for Meltzer while maintaining a dignified silence about Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, no. you can't pick and choose to be offended by certain things that are affecting your gender. You either are outraged at everything that's going wrong against it, or you shut the fuck up and stop being a martyr for your own cause. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the things that could be outraged by. So, <laughs> James Ellsworth gimmick is that he doesn't look like the rest of the guys. He's, you know, he's not jacked. He's not in good shape. He's not a very handsome man. No chin music, Cinderella, yeah. everything. Yeah. Where is that outrage? They wouldn't do that to a woman. Nope. Nope. Uh, Saudi Arabia, I think, is the best one. Where were all the men that day? In Saudi Arabia, but the women weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't have planned that better. Uh, Nobody seemed upset for the women then. Nope. Uh, Oh, but it's okay. Triple H has said that it's okay that there was no women on this show because their long-term goal is to change the culture in an entire country. So that it will be okay in the years to come to have women on the show. Good luck with that, pal. In fairness, it's it's started. People have started to realise that. I was watching John Oliver uh, this week, and he mentioned that the WWE were in Saudi Arabia. So they're getting mainstream shit over this now. Yeah. That's this week. Oh my God! Oh. Stephanie McMahon saved the women of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Stephanie McMahon created, invented women's rights for Saudi Arabia. Women weren't allowed to walk on footpaths until <laughs> Stephanie McMahon intervened. Oh, she's getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh fuck uh, me! She's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize Prize before they get an Emmy. Philanthropy is a new marketing, guys. It is. Uh, it sure is, Nikki. Um, uh, I, I, ODB staff tweeting about it, wrestlers tweeting about it. Hogan, we only had, you know, 98% of the roster didn't say a thing about Hogan. Which, to be fair, is actually maybe kind of respect Titus O'Neill more. I may not necessarily agree with some of the stuff he said, but I respect him for the fact that he did tweet out something when fuck all yeah. no one else did and actually yeah. had to say about it. So, Kofi in the new day and, yeah. big ups and to Titus. That was fantastic it. point. That is a fantastic point. What Hogan did was, in my mind, 100% worse than what oh, Meltzer God. did. One hundred percent worse. Climb, climb above one hundred percent. Like, like you, you discriminate against a race multiple times in a rant, or you have a throwaway joke about a person having elective cosmetic surgery. Yep. No. See, th- this man didn't find this woman attractive anymore. Fucking total, hang him. The total divas generation have every right to be outraged, Mister Fitz. That's my phrase. Like, that's what it, these Stan accounts and these people only started watching wrestling because they saw Nikki fucking Bella on TV. We need to get rid of them. There needs to be a culling. And I should point out, big thing on SmackDown this week. So no, we're probably not going to get too much of uh, the actual shows. All the shit with Charlotte, who's supposedly a babyface, shitting on the whole generation that came before her. Yep. Oh what yeah. Fucking blue blazer. Are they fucking doing? <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But actually, um, I don't know if anyone saw uh, Maria, what's her name, Maria Canellis Bennett ended up putting out a yoke on Instagram about it, basically saying how, you know, she was proud to be part of that generation and mm. how essentially without that generation there wouldn't have been any fuck, any any division for <laughs> them to take over. To be fair, <laughs> she's right and some of them are still in the fucking company at the moment. Ah, come on. Like she's basically they are, saying though. that without them that the women wouldn't be there. No, but at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, why why would you have a developmental women's division that had stuff to be able to feed these women into, or have an actual division? Uh, the first, it's, Gordo, it's, it's, it's no, night and day. There's a divas it, division and there's a women's division. If the women's division, division disappeared in the nineties, it, it could have happened again. Yeah, you know that's the thing. It's 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 still a part of the fucking history. You don't shit on a whole generation like that. And I thought that. Oh, was you a bit, don't shit, but you don't I call Nikki Bella a wrestler either. You're not Randy Orton. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought I, I kind of, as I said, I think it's a stretch to say that they were propping it all up. But at the same time, she is right in saying that they were, they were essentially going there. There was a couple of decent matches in them of it all. There was a couple of them were able to wrestle, not all of them. Beth, Beth uh, Phoenix, literally the only one. M- Michelle McCool didn't have all terrible matches. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly Kelly was a ringed uh, technician. She was Vic- oh, she <laughs> Victor- oh, Victoria, oh, Victoria technically falls into that. <laughs> Kelly Kelly was the Aaron Anderson of our age. Only if Aaron Anderson had amnesia and forgot how to run the ropes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's some caveats in there. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, they, they both have names with the same letter at the start of it's both true. names. You know, the old <laughs> double K. Yeah. Being children. Uh, we'll have a new revival based on Kelly Kelly. Uh, my favorite part of all the Meltzer thing is while all this was breaking, Meltzer was on a conference call with Triple H talking to him. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the NXT press conference. Like, Did you hear about know. that conference where somebody uh, somebody had asked a really marky question to Same Triple conference. H? Same conference. Yeah. Oh That's the one God. there. Good God. What was asked? Something about how with this guy, I don't watch the main roster anymore. I only yeah. watch NXT. Like, <laughs> like this is this is the media call, and like the guy opened his question with, "I'm asking this as a fan, not as a journalist." And, and oh. Triple H was like, "Well, are you going to publish it anywhere? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what use are you? Do you work for CBS or ESPN? Get the fuck out! Uh, Do you even go here? Uh, yeah. Just, oh my god! Uh, Ultimate Warrior, not a peep. They all wore <laughs> Ultimate Warrior shirts." when he died I know it was a respect thing but Chanted Warrior there's a philanthropy trophy based around his name now and he hated homosexuals and hated cancer patients which is an odd one what was it he thought they were weak or some shit like that yeah. who knows also, yeah, his wife are, is a devil yeah his wife is a fucking pain in the hole yeah. but um where's the, where's the out- <laughs> where's that outrage and my favourite one where, oh I could go all night we actually might Piggy James that's the first thing popped into my head. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was like the second message I sent. It was like, yeah. literally, this is Piggy James. Fuck off. Yeah. Now, that was actual body shaming. Yes. Yeah. Yep. By it's the okay, company. though. That was in a storyline. Oh. everything okay. Piggy James, Mickey is old. Uh, I think it was Paige turned around a couple of years ago and said that, uh, I think it was in a build-up like Survivor Series or... No, it was when they had like Team Bad, PCB, and whatever the fuck else. But that... Uh, Tamina was wrestling in the wrong division, implying she looked like a man. <laughs> so, you know, it's as we said near the start of all this, you know, you it's this selective offense of this fucking, of this whole setup, which is, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. And one thing we haven't mentioned is the fact that if any other journalist slash uh, commentator made this comment, there would not be the same level of outrage. There is an unnatural amount of hate online towards Dave Meltzer anyway, at the best of times. All because the man has made a career for himself over the last three decades 
commenting on professional wrestling. He doesn't profess that his opinion is Bible, but people profess his opinion to be Bible. Yep. Do we? Mm-hmm. I look at his ratings because I'm interested to know his opinion on things. I don't say to you guys, oh, Meltzer gave that match five stars, therefore it is a classic. I say, I thought that match was good. Meltzer gave it a five star. You should check it out. Yeah. But people have hate towards that man for absolutely no reason, even before this comment. I uh, have you typed his name into Twitter just to see what comes up. Some of the top <laughs> comments are. Uh, do I have to look at the one Daily DDT here? So it's like Dave Meltzer should not have the platform he has, and unless he absolutely has to say his name from this point forward, I will refrain from giving him unneeded attention. His views on women are horrendous, and comments like that can perpetuate eating disorder. Is in <sighs> fuck off. Is that and like when I said Nia Jax was fat a couple of months ago on TV? Yeah. To how many million people? He got his 335 retweets, though, so that's okay. <laughs> and that's all it's about. And she should he, I, should he have apologized? I don't know. I, I think the apology had to happen. Yeah. But and then he apologized. Create... Like, he also, his apology, though, I have to admit, was pretty terrible. The yeah. first one. He has, apparently did a podcast one this morning. But okay. the one last night, apparently, was uh, uh, the first one he put out was like, I do think you're good looking. Like, <laughs> okay. Cheers. To quote him, he said, I'd like to apologize to you, you. You are an exceedingly attractive woman. I do realize the lengths and pressures on women in the entertainment world to maintain unnatural looks at times, and I'm glad you pointed this out. Give her the old lengths and pressures. <sighs> like, Trying to turn on the old de- Mr. Charm. <laughs> like, that was definitely <laughs> taken from the oh shit I better apologize book. Yeah. Um yeah, he had to say something, but sometimes you find these these uh public apologies just throw more fucking fuel on the fire sometimes. This <laughs> his apology reminds me so much of the lad from What Culture and Cultaholic. Adam yeah. Blompier. It was just like, okay lad, we get it, you know, you you fucked up, you you done something you shouldn't have done. Just fucking forget about it, move on. And he became a monk or something. <laughs> he went into severe withdrawals. Eh? Uh, uh, it just—it's funny. Do you remember the whole fabulous moolah thing as well? Like, oh, um, where was the outrage there? It's like they had to. Snickers had to threaten to remove their sponsorship of the show before they did end about it. So WWE. They make do they, they? I don't think they can outrightly say, "Hey, go do this. Go get your nose job. Go get your boot job, or whatever." <laughs> like, but I'm sure they infer things. You know, like who oh. sent on the pictures there during the week of the Carmella before and after? I think it was Gordo, yeah, with the, different woman. Yeah, the Lakers girl thing or the cheerleader yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, and hand on my heart, as a red-blooded Irishman, ninety-nine point nine percent certain that I would definitely approached the earlier version of Carmella you know 100% absolutely stunningly beautiful you look at her now and you're thinking Jesus Christ if you stand too close to the fire you're going to melt <laughs> more plastic than a box of Lego <laughs> you know, and, but obviously because I've said that now I'm, oh, no. you know, I am the worst human in the world nah, yeah, you're going to have to leave you're going to have to yep. get you off that's it that's it Fitz you're done you had a good it's, run it's okay. It's everything's in my name, so go fuck yourself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Let's yeah. move on. Fire me! I made the BBC. I don't know if I want to move on. There's so many good things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one. Qu- Did Admiral Satin of the Internet say anything about it? Actually, 
Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I remember reading it this morning and saying, fuck you, dickhead. <laughs> Hi, Chief Ryan Satin. I, I, I didn't even have time to send it on to you. I had a busy day today, so my apologies for not keeping you up to date on the daily inner workings of that fucking toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking hate him. I fucking hate him. Gordo, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Oh, Vince Russo had his say. Deeply insecure about my body. Um, <laughs> I feel that people shouldn't be making fun of my boobs. Um, and the fact that uh, they liked me more when I was lighter. <laughs> <sighs> we never liked you anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering how long it'd go before one of you jump in and say we just always fucking hated you. <laughs> Are we just waiting for the next outrage, really, before this passes? It's pretty much it, like so. we don't even need to go on to like talking about Raw or SmackDown. Something's about to pop up, so it'll be, it'll be yeah. good. It's true. Yeah, if we just look at it long enough, somebody will say something very <laughs> innocuous, <laughs> and they'll have to leave their job, and their children will go hungry. Let's just play I the actually... Jeopardy music while we wait. <laughs> I actually cannot wait to listen to the wrestling soup this week. Yeah, I actually I sent the tweet out from that account. I cannot wait to hear the words Thursday night wrestling soup. What's up, Joe? <laughs> what is up, Joe? I want to hear this. He was on fire on Twitter last night. Oh, God bless that man. Joe E numbers. <laughs> Hitting them out of the park. Just pure, straight to the point. Just picking apart people's arguments. And it was I, just so fun to watch. I love the straight up uh, hypocrisy of people as well, though. The people who were having to go back at Meltzer over it by then commenting on his appearance. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like. Yeah. Look, this is the man who's making fun of how she looks, and there's like a picture of him from a show where he's like flexing next to one of the books or something. Yeah. Like this is the guy that's making fun of him as if he can talk. It's like, well done, pot kettle black. And the irony of it all is that Dave Meltzer's what, like a middle age, middle fifties year old man who's yep. in pretty damn good shape. Like. Yeah. <laughs> They just talking about Joe, Joe, uh, Joe from uh, the rest of the soup. He literally just replied to another one that I thought was really good. So, uh, the guy uh, tweeted saying, I like that everyone ignored the Peyton's boyfriend who was very quick to start bashing the guy. It was revealed a week or so ago that he mocked rape in the past. No outrage then. Uh, Joe's reply, because one guy is young, good looking and in WWE. The other one is old, not attractive and not in the WWE. It's almost like looks and position in life matter. Zoom, <laughs> 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 oh. zoom. Zoom, zoom. Uh, <laughs> it's it, but like you know, there were people were saying the looks don't matter about it. We're like that. It's it's an aesthetics business. He had a comment as well. Yeah. He had a comment as well. It was like, do you think Dolph Ziggler remembers what a cheeseburger tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, but eh, I don't know. Like, it, it, if you think that looks don't matter when you're talking about a WWE product, then what the fuck are you watching? We have been brought up with the knowledge that WWE is all about attractive athletes doing graps in the ring in effectively their underwear. That is what, what we have been told. This is what we've been trained to enjoy. Why is Roman Reigns the guy and not Kevin Owens who instantly connects so much better with the crowd? Oozes every, poor of him oozes charisma. Yet we have the guy we always say we like, but he's just not connecting. Roman Reigns as the guy for the last four years. Because he's Samoan. Uh, and to be fair, he's a good looking chap, Ian, as well. He is. <laughs> to be fair to him, he is. He's got well, a lovely know, old face on him. He does. And I'm, I'm assuming a lovely bottom, because they all have lovely bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the sort of thing. It, it is a fucking looks business. I don't care what anyone says. There are exceptions, but they are how rare? 
Yeah. Oh, like and you have the to guy be is always the... jacked. Like not to steal a, a catchphrase from someone, but you have to be in the top one percent of wrestling ability to break it to break it into that industry if you're not attractive. Yep, everyone like, said if, if oh, you're make it. Oh, big time! Like literally, big time. Yeah, you know, you look at the guys then that come through based on their looks, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, get off my television screen. <sighs> Come on, like you're literally insulting your intelligence these days by saying that looks don't matter when you hire X number of people every year because they're attractive people. Yeah, looks don't matter and wins and losses don't matter. These are facts. Yep. And all I can say to everyone that's bitching the morning online is the classic fits get fucked. But that's what they were trying to do. That's hey! the whole point behind it. I'd be outraged at you. I'd be outraged at you. Can I see your vagina? I've never seen one before. <laughs> it's like Peyton, Peyton, I defended you. Can I see your boobs? To be the first pair I've ever seen. Fuck you know, off, dickheads. You know when Joey uh, he walks in, I think it's uh, Chandler and Rachel. They've dropped some cake in the middle of the hallway. Oh, yeah. Both down looking at it with forks, and then Joey sits down, pulls the fork out of his pocket, and goes, oh, "What are we eating?" When <laughs> <laughs> people come online and Twitter. And discover an outrage. We're like, all right, who are we getting fired today? Uh, and I gotta, I gotta give credit. Like the usually, like the the forum on Facebook is rife with people complaining about things that happen on the internet. It's been relatively quiet today. Um, but I was even looking through it earlier on, and I replied to one and bit of back and forth. But it was actually good, honest debate rather than I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, kind of a thing. And that's usually a good model of knowledgeable people saying mm, not really an issue then you look at twitter and you're looking at profile pictures of wrestlers uh twitter handles full of wrestler names and you're thinking you're an anonymous person you're a stan account uh why are you hiding behind um anonymous avatars and fake names i've, I've seen like seven accounts with the name 16 tatsuya naito or 18 <laughs> alexa bliss uh, all with different profile pictures tweet their outrage about this today. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they always have a profile, their their comment or their whatever they call the tagline at the top of your Twitter was blah, 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 notice me on date. When they <laughs> like, when someone that they follow or stand, like, they like their tweet. Isn't like, that oh like God. the saddest way to live your life? It sure is. It sure is. Hmm. Are we done there? You know, it's not sad. Yeah. Selling out Madison Square Garden. Hey, yeah. Was it 30 seconds or two minutes or something like that? It sold it out really quick. Like, ridiculously quick. I don't have the information in front of me, but... Uh, 60%, 60% of them sold out on pre-sale. And the remaining tickets were gone within 12 minutes. 15,000 tickets in total. Crazy. Yeah. And they, had, they scripted Elias to take a shot at it then. I've sold out Mass Square Garden three times. <laughs> that company hasn't sold that thing out in years. But this is big. This is a yeah. big, big deal. Mm-hmm. Selling out Mass Square Garden. It's the Ring of Honor New Japan G1. What do they call it? Classic or special or something? It was uh, called? G1, G1 Super. Special. Something G1 Super Supercard. Yeah, Supercard. Supercard, yeah. Yep. Um, not really much to say on it. Just like, do they have a legitimate number two <laughs> in terms of, you know, all these guys banding together? Technically, you go back, you go back two years, and I believe actually it was Meltzer who said no one else would ever do ten thousand in North America. Yep, yep. and I'm pretty sure the uh, the sixty percent was announced like Monday, or yeah, Monday, which means that 
by yesterday, the remaining tickets would have been sold. And all this shit broke. And, you know, maybe this is a thing of Meltzer is the one who started all this. We now have two shows of 10,000 or more that are after selling out in this country in the space of a couple of months. It's all um, Meltzer's fault. Look at Meltzer done. No wonder they're all outraged. Yep. And selling out within a cumulative 15 minutes. Insane. Yeah. yeah. They, they do have a legitimate number two now, but there needs to be some cooperation even with impact and with smaller places i feel to if, come together. if i know new japan and ring of honor have a good deal if they properly merged like if, if uh, new, uh, new japan bought ring of honor and just like renamed uh, rebranded it as new japan america or something whatever but and kind of put the backing behind it that way the ring of honor's issue is always it's it always feels too small time whereas yeah. with new japan put on a show it looks it feels big time Something Production like that value. would probably it would it would bump everything up like that. That's I think what really should have happened. Help to help. Like, like credit to credit to you know Impact Wrestling slash TNA or whatever they're calling themselves these days. You, while you could always critique the storyline development character wise or whatnot, they always looked like they could put on a show. You know, I'll always give them that aspect of it. They were they were good at the business side and showing off a, a flashy wrestling promotion. You you contrast that with Ring of Honor who just really can't grasp the aspect of promoting or selling an event. But the actual, the title. In front of what? 200 people? Yeah. yeah Whereas no. the, the actual wrestling quality within Ring of Honor is arguably the best wrestling in North America. I don't even know if I'd go arguably anymore. I, I, I would say it probably is. But yeah, not completely. It's It feels too small town. It feels too indie still. But what I think we need to see here, and I, I agree with Nick's point, is that you you know you you need that actual. You know, it's like a, signing a marquee player before the season. You know, you get that ump from it. You get that ump from a, a proper merger like that. But what you also need to see is guys like Kenny Omega, guys like the Bucks, Cody, proactively not signing with the WWE because as long as people on the Indies keep trickling through to NXT and WWE. It's going to be harder and harder for the likes of Ring of Honor and New Japan to finally burst that bubble and become a genuine competitor. And Why do you think they signed Matt Riddle all of a sudden? They don't <laughs> yeah. want him anywhere near that card in, in March or April or whatever it is. Brick, they are breaking the thoughts of him being on that card. Yeah. Yeah. They are signing everybody just to get them away from this. Now, to be fair to Matt Riddle, I, I, we all saw that he was going to end up in, in WWE. You know, As much as we all love Riddle, and I'm sure we all do, you know he's not a wrestling purist in the in the nicest way possible. I'm trying to say that he's a fantastic fighter, grappler, wrestler. I very much enjoy his stuff. But if you compare him to the likes of the Bucks and Kenny, who've developed their skills over literally decades, I can't see the Young Bucks wanting to go to WWE for a multitude of reasons. But the number one reason in my mind is the fact that if they go to WWE, they have to effectively ruin their wrestling integrity. Because they always want to put on the best wrestling match of the night. In WWE, you're not allowed to do that. And that's why I'm personally a bit, you know, put off by Finn Balor for the last while. Because he looks like he's just cashing a paycheck every month now. Whereas he has the absolute wrestling ability, you know, to be so much better. But he's just not giving that opportunity. There comes a time for everyone where the money, you know, you need to get the money in. But uh, that's the thing. Omega you look at will go there. The box will go there, and that's where they'll they'll finish. I don't know. Look, I at think the they're crazy they're if they don't. They're insane if they don't, because they can t- they can ask for any amount of money. 
the story was that the priority for the company was to get the get those to get the Bucks, Kenny and Cody. I don't know about Marty. I don't think he was mentioned. They could lowball him, him and probably get him. But I, don't, I, I think the, I think priority should be on Hangman long term. I think if they get Kenny, the rest will fall. That's yeah. It. yeah, it's quite probable. But I, I, I still, I'm, I'm a romantic. I'm still holding out for the hope that, like, they are making enough money on the Indies. Absolutely, if they're making their absolute nut with merch, with the fact that they can literally go to any promotion outside of WWE, name a figure, and get paid. You know, and the fact that if they go and like, if if you're a wrestler, why would you want to go to WWE? Sure, NXT is fun. You get to have good matches. Takeovers are getting five star reviews from the Someone. legend that is Dave Meltzer. <laughs> but if you then progress onto that the main bastard. roster, <laughs> look at what you're doing week in week out on the main roster. Like you're collecting if, if, if you're, a big ass paycheck. Yeah. If you're in if you're in any job, and like we're all in jobs that we necessarily might not have if, if we had a nice bankroll behind us. How long are you willing to? You know, do that. Are you going to say? Are you going to say, right? Five years, I'll take the money, and then I'll go. Where's the upper limit? Why would you want to do that for more than a couple of years? Why would you want to do it at all if you have so much wrestling integrity? See, you're going with this wrestling integrity thing, but at the end of the day, these guys are getting on, and they families. have to get paid. Yeah. Especially the books, they've got very young kids. Kenny, we don't know what he's doing, but he may be an idealist, but eventually, he's going to have to take the payday. One of them books he reads is going to tell him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'd be crazy not to. I think even if it was just for it was just for two. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get him and uh, yeah, merge him with Mandy Rose, and you've got like some perfect WWE quality guys coming through. Hang on, are you just the... saying that because she's an attractive woman? And uh, she's are, you, are you assuming her her gender and hair color? Yes, because she's got <laughs> nice ass titties. <laughs> Steven Steven oh. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go Nikki, on the internet and give out Twitter. about it. Go on. Get it on Twitter. Like, yeah. Do it. Nikki, do clip it. That. Clip that and put it up now. We'll get rid of this prick once and for all. I will set up a Stan account. It's for Fitz. That would be a nice promotional tactics. One set up a Stan account. I'll set up an anti-Steve Fitz thing. <laughs> get a little action going. Um, oh, yeah, no, I... I yeah. I'd like to see them on TV every week, but I don't know what they would be on TV every week. Mm. That's the thing. Ruined. That's yeah, what they'd be. that's the thing. There's a balancing act. I do want to see him and the Bucks be there eventually. I do want to see that Elite versus uh, New Day match at WrestleMania. I'd love that. I'd like to see Kenny AJ at Mania. I'd like to see Kenny Balor, Kenny Rollins. There's endless amounts there. Yeah, but, I thought I'd like to see AJ Nakamura, but look how that turned out. Good you point. Give- yeah. You could give Kenny a comedy match against um, fucking No Way Jose. That's true. Or or Ellsworth. Oh, give me that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or Enzo selling for Kenny Omega's fucking big hard-hitting moves. Now, no, that would be an entertaining no, fight. No. That wouldn't even be no. selling. That would be murder. I hope he would legit V-trigger his fucking face off. <laughs> Consensually. Consensually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enzo Amore is a bigger star than Kenny Omega because he's stuck there in Japan. That's the problem. More people know who Enzo is. Do you know what I mean? Like it, that's the reality. That is that's that's a pure fact. More people, um, the casual wrestling audience, would know yeah. who Enzo was. That's the problem. Yeah, but, but you're but Kenny has that one match on the network. 
<laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> and that great match with Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson on YouTube. That's excellent. Uh, the Five stars. Yeah. I do think there's a genuine shift in the generations coming through in wrestling now, though. You know, there, there was definitely, uh, for a long time, a generation of get to the WWE and then you've made it. And David Starr put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago and saying, you know, that's great. If that's your goal, if that's your ambition in life, fantastic. Congratulations. Well done for you. But there's so many guys coming through now that don't have that objective. Their objective is to be the best performer, to be the best person they can be, and to make a good, healthy living out of it. And I genuinely believe that there is a good generation coming through that, sure, would like to wrestle in WWE someday, but not until they actually want to produce a good wrestling show. And they're not willing to sacrifice what they want to be just to be in WWE right now. And I, I hope that, that that's something that will come to fruition. Let's talk about the G1 then. Oh, Yay. yes, please. Lads, at this stage, <laughs> I'm calling it. Raw and SmackDown's not happening. <laughs> we, can, we can splice it in for the predictions. Yes. Yeah. Well, when are you going through predictions? We'll mention what happened for each. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck thing. it. I don't want yeah. to talk about Be it. Fine. G1, I yeah. want to talk about <laughs> Oh. Nikki, our G1 correspondent, what were your thoughts at the overall weekend? All three shows were fantastic. Hell so yeah. good. Such good quality wrestling. Um oh, the like the main event of like the G1 final itself. What a match. Yeah. Good lord. I mean, oh, it was insanely good. Takahashi and Takahashi Kota versus Kota Ibushi and oh, Takahashi Taka, yeah, Tanahashi. 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 Oh, they found was... out we're complete marks. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's two Takahashis and one Tanahashi. <laughs> the odds weren't good. Um, yeah, but one, one of them's an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the decision to have Tanahashi win it over Kota Ibushi? I th- th- you heard what I did, what I said about the plan of. Kota might win it from him, but obviously that can't happen now. So I don't know what that means. I, I like the fact that they gave Tana kind of one last yeah. main event of Wrestle Kingdom. I wonder like, did anyone predict that last week on the, the Alleged Wrestling podcast? I don't know. <coughs> I don't know if it's, did they? Cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, gone, gone. Um, no, yeah, you did call it. Um, I didn't see it. I, I thought Ibushi. Me too. Because they usually give the fans what they want, and people. But then again, people wanted Tanahashi too. There was, Tanahashi. there was no loser there. Yeah, he's like John Cena. What they WWE want John Cena to be. That the Tanahashi Yabushi match is the exact inverse of what they're going to get Brock and Roman. On <laughs> That's true. Nobody <laughs> cares. Did you cares hear, did you hear the rumor? Oh, there's a rumor. There's a rumor going around that uh, apparently Vince has already said that they have plans to. Essentially, pull the plug on the match if the crowd gets too rambunctious and out of control and they're shitting on it too much. Ah, that's him trying to get people into it, I think. I know, as in, apparently, like it's leaked that it's like, yeah, this has been this has been discussed at the creative meeting and everything. That it's in what what way are you talking about pulling it? Either a case of cashing, either quick rush to the finish or cashing, or essentially get out of dodge. Don't put it on last, then put it on first. Open the show. With Brock Lesnar's music hitting, and start comes off out and says, "I don't want to have to fucking stay here any longer. No, yeah. I'm gonna have to get the fuck out." Vince's yeah. plane is running. I'm getting the fuck out of here. G1, we'll talk about this later. G1, yeah. G1, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I think they, they weren't going to give it to Ibushi because he's not under contract. Is he still not under contract? No. He's not under contract. He's only the second person ever, I think, to make it to the finals. 
No, but not under contract. I think he's as good as signed, though. I don't think the contract in New Japan issue is as much of an issue as it is in WWE. No, it's not. I mean, like, he hasn't really worked anywhere else ever. except New Japan in a good while. But still, I, I, I think it's just, you know, you still want to have that guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. And he's I, very I unpredictable. A... <laughs> but he has on it. Yeah. <laughs> He does, uh, and there's a like respect as a whole. Like respect is almost a contract in itself, in its own right in Japan. Yeah. Yep. Um, overall, from the weekend, what was the best match? Did you think? Because I'm calling uh, Bushi Kenny was just fucking insane. I'd probably give it to Tana Abushi personally, but uh, Abushi Kenny is right behind it for me. Yeah. The Kenny oh, Ishi. Yeah. Oh, from the weekend, he's from the weekend. Oh, from the weekend. Uh, oh no, no way. Six man. The Japanese soft style match. <laughs> Japanese soft style all the way. That was incredible. And the setup on being the elite. <laughs> Look, what if we plan out all these moves? <laughs> what? <laughs> we sit back here and we call the whole match. <laughs> what, if, what if I forget one of the spots? <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I don't know, this is kind of risky, guys. <laughs> So good. Uh, the arm drag spots. I was nearly oh. laughing. <laughs> I, I so. saw messages from me saying this thing is a thing of beauty. You have yeah. to watch it because I'd already watched. I'd watched all the actual tournament matches <laughs> that night already, and I can't remember what I had. I had something on. The next thing I was like, okay, right, I'll go back to it eventually. I'll go back to it eventually. And I you were expecting some drag out brawl then. I I had a feeling it was either it was going to be a ridiculously good match or it was going to be exactly what we got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because I'd seen him do there was something similar done at the at the Ring of Honor match, Ring of Honor match from about six or eight months ago, where they'd done the elbow drop spot and everything. And I was like, I was expecting something like that. I was expecting that spot at some stage. But, so if you uh, haven't uh, seen it, the match is it's the elite. So it was Kenny in the box against Marty Ibushi and Chase Owens, and they didn't touch each other for like five six minutes. They kept missing spots. The arm drags would be countered in midair. Elbow, elbow drop drops would be missed. Yeah. Uh, they did literally didn't touch until Tamatanga hit and then the crack was removed. How in the fuck do you pitch that to New Japan Creative? <laughs> I don't think they did, in fairness. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, but the spot Kenny, that, Kenny, yeah. Kenny and Kota. Like you were telling me to watch out for a particular spot in this match, and we haven't talked since. Mm-hmm. But I can only assume is that when uh Kota almost broke Kenny's sternum. It was one of the both. So it was that one and the stomp on his back. Stomp on the back. The oh, yeah. But yeah, the knees from the sunset flip or whatever it was. Or the standing, moon, yeah. Uh, standing moonsault thingy. And he just left his knees in. Oh. Yeah. He done the exact yeah. same to Tana. But he, he did exact same. as bad. It wasn't as bad. No, it wasn't as bad, but he done the exact same, the same thing. Move. Like, that looks so the reaction of the crowd. The crowd are normally quiet, bar, you know, Kinney. Um, they all just it was like a UFC knockout you know the delayed yeah. response everyone was shocked and then they saw it on the screen and then oh fuck yeah. um, mad props to Kenny Omega though, going through that entire tournament with like a fractured bone in his ankle fucking hell that's a trooper yep Gordo what was your favourite match the whole tournament oh fuck yeah have that one. <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> fuck you um Oh, I don't know. Man. It has uh, to involve Toriano. <laughs> I, I, I reckon I, I, I love Yano Kenny. Yeah, it was if, if I love a Yano match, Yano Kenny. Um, overall match. Okay, I'm gonna go one per block. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Switchblade versus Okada. 
thought really good match. And I'm going to say uh, Kenny versus Ishii. Nick. I'm not going to... Block A, there was very few little, but no, I, if I'm picking, it's... Favourite two were Ishii Omega and Ishii Bushi. I'd probably put... I don't know which I'd put one. I thought they were both fantastic. Steve, you have one? Or two? Uh, block B, I'm still going to stick with Kenny and Ishii. Just, my God, the hard hitting in that match. Block A, there was two matches, the... Tanahashi Okada draw at the end was fantastic. Mm, that was, that was very good. Yeah. But I loved uh, Suzuki Tanahashi at the very beginning of the show as well. There was just a you know there was a fantastic storyline told in that where Suzuki had about fifteen different submissions locked onto Tanahashi almost throughout the entire match and fucking fantastic storytelling. Yeah, uh, even an odd one to throw in: um, mm. Juice Robinson, Zack Saber Jr. Oh yeah, great match! Fucking excellent. That submission at the end was ridiculous. It was like oh, that had to hurt, like, oh, oh, yes, I His remember that now. Kind of um, oh, but I think he is Kenny triple black. as well. But like people forget about Naito Kenny at the start as well. That was brilliant, but it seems so long ago. Yeah, uh, Tanahashi so Okada was excellent as well. The the half hour draw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you haven't watched any of the G one, watch the last three nights. Yeah, and night fourteen. <laughs> night 14 was that the Anno Kenny match that was the uh, yeah well, it was the Ishii Kenny match oh yeah uh, watch Yano watch Kenny as well Yano yeah Kenny. that was brilliant that was absolutely brilliant the, the brain buster onto the turnbuckle pads and he got up <laughs> what <laughs> Paddy's first ever Yano match really uh, what are his thoughts uh, he didn't know what to make for the first but near the end he was just pissing himself so yeah, yeah. And night 16 as Nick. well that's the that's the other one I was going to recommend so okay. yeah that too 14, Nick, 16, who's 17, your, 18, 19 who's oh, sorry. your MVP of the entire show? Uh, Ishii yeah yeah not even question not even debatable yeah, yeah. he was brilliant and the wins he picked up and we'll get to yeah. see him this Saturday at OTT yeah whoop, whoop. buddy against Juice Robinson. Robinson is there as well Yeah, he's against Juice Robinson uh, yeah. Yano stepped out oh. big time Yano was fantastic though, Adrian. He'd be my number two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love Yano. I love Yano. <sighs> it's a shame it's over now. It is. Although I'm I'm slightly grateful because it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I caught up on six nights of the G1 in the space of three and a half hours. Yeah, he didn't watch the that, whole thing. That was, he skimmed that was some... it. That was some good quality skimming of matches. I saw the, I saw the best bits. But if you're, I don't know how anyone, and I, I mean this including you, Nick, I don't know how anyone could keep on top of that, genuinely watching all the matches. I mean, I was only up to date at two points during the entire thing. Like. Um, are we doing, I don't know if it hasn't gone up yet or anything, are we doing like a top five matches or something? I'll probably throw something up for it. Yeah, just like a, you know, the, the everyman's guide to it or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll do up a quick review. So, oh, yeah. This is what you need to watch. Honorable mention, Yano Kenny. Oh yeah, that's oh, great. Like I, I, I sec- all of night fourteen, all of night sixteen were amazing, and <laughs> Yano Kenny was in night sixteen. Did you see the tag match? It was the Gorillas of Destiny against Gato and Yano. And no, I, I only saw the start of it, and I, I see. I normally don't watch them either, but I saw the clip of it. I like a gif or whatever. I said I have to watch this. So Yano's outside, he doesn't want to get in the ring, but Gato is terrified to get into the ring with Tamatanga. And he's outside, and you know the way he just he's that broken English or whatever. 
So Yano's going, you know, doing his thing. He doesn't want to get in the ring. Gato's like, no, they're so scary. <laughs> uh, also, one thing to come out of the whole thing that I think most a lot of people didn't spot. Uh, Okada rele- uh, relieved Gato of his managerial duties. Oh. This is on, on the post they They're all still in chaos and like that, but he's no longer going to be Okada's manager. So he can go full middle-age crisis. <laughs> But he did come out for the final in the Rainmaker gear. He, he did, did have the jacket. He still yeah. had the hair. And the in fairness, he wasn't allowed balloons. Yeah, that they were banned in that building. How do you <sighs> ban balloons? I gotta wonder how. They don't like fun. What happened? So you know the Ibushi was banned from the, <laughs> banned from the same building because yeah. he yeah because he jumped off the balcony. But who did what to a balloon, or what did a balloon <laughs> do to somebody? He was he was clutching a balloon dog in between his arse cheeks when he turned the balloon on. <laughs> Bandabushi and balloons. <laughs> <laughs> we will never have a repeat of this again. <laughs> I liked the fact that New Japan were bringing in the authority figure. Yeah, do you know mm. what? Let's stay there. We we talked last week about the slippery slope, and this is another one: the on-screen authority mm. figure. Are are they just? Is your man is just straight up? trying to cater more to a more traditional American audience. Oh, they, I mean, they're trying to break America. That's what they're trying to do. So yeah. that's it's why they had like, this full G1 in all English commentary, which I'm very grateful for because I don't know if I would have made if I didn't have Kevin Kelly and Rocky Romero <laughs> through the whole and, thing. And how good were they? Oh, yeah, fantastic. Amazing. The whole way through. Yeah. Like. The third fella, not so much. The allegedly, like <laughs> the allegedly bit at the end was great. So we're talking about a children's hospital. It was like uh, apparently, uh, allegedly, uh, what's his name? Chico El what's his Chico name? El Luchador. El Luchador has a children's hospital named after him. But it turns out all of the children in the hospital were his. They all had green masks. Allegedly. Oh, man. But the, what a great the authority rap. figure to me, it, didn't, it doesn't stink of, you know, a McMahon being in charge. It actually reminded me of what, like, Gorilla Monsoon used to be back in the day. Or... Jack Tony. Even Jack Tony, you know, an, an actual proper suit and booted man who who actually looks like he wants to be behind the scenes and not in your face, but still having that authoritative tone where he sets the tone, and you, if you mess with him, consequences will come. So you need that little bit of uh, to and fro to to kind of tell the story a bit. He's yeah. a presence, but not a character. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. have said it better. It's- it's- because he great. is the he is the legit CEO, like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like the, the tag match or the six man tag match with the belts on, where we're getting put on the line uh, mm-hmm. the last night. Yeah, where it was literally the boys came out and basically said, you know, right, we're going to put these on the line and literally look over at him as a say, you're the man who can do this. And it's just as a camera shot over his shoulder, looking in towards the ring where the boys are, and then he just kind of nods and says, like, raise it a hand, go on ahead, kind of a thing. He didn't have to say anything; it was literally. Yep. yep, go on, off you go, Didn't and then it's back. Mic, the no, no need for that. No, no contract signings. Did Stephanie McMahon authorize the match in the commercial? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she's backstage. She's backstage working to bring in a New Japan women's division. Women's <laughs> <laughs> wrestling in New Japan. Now, there's another point. At what point do they maybe bring in stardom or shimmer or something? Uh, they they'll go with the, lady, the women of honor. Will, but the, will yeah. they ever do it? Is it just a thing that they're... Hopefully it's not. Just, I, like and I mean that in the nicest possible way, like Shimmer and uh, Stardom have developed their own personality, their own brand, and they've generated and created their own success. I think if you merge these two together, you actually you end up diluting and diminishing both brands oh, yeah. because you're trying to effectively share airtime, share promotional activities. 
you know, let the two of them flourish on their own. Ultimately, as wrestling fans, you're going to watch what you want to watch anyway, whether that's men's wrestling or women's wrestling or both. There has never been a problem in New Japan. There's never been a problem with stardom. No, just, no, I mean, fucking enjoy it. when they go into their pro, if they go full on now, which they will because they sold out Madison Square Garden, will there be people going, why isn't there women's matches? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the thing is, like, the, the Japanese one, it's always been separated. There's Puro yeah. and there's Joshi, male and female. Like, it's it's just, it's the way it's always going to be. They've been separated, separate companies. They run independently of each other. There's no need to yeah. mix them. Like, you it, run the risk of doing what TNA did, you know. They built their success. On oh my god, they're not going to hire Jeff Jarrett, are they? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey. he's set up in another lawsuit. Stranger <laughs> things have happened, lads. But the, the, the TNA and their downfall began when they started to try to become WWE light. So yeah. y- if you look at New Japan, their success and their development over the last 18 months to two years has been the fact that they've offered something different. And if you stop offering that lure that drew people in originally and start to become what people have moved away from, then you're not going to have much success anymore. Yep. True that. Yep. Talk predictions then, will we? Yep. Predictions slash quick reviews. <laughs> if you kick the big dog out, who's going to protect the yard? What are we going to do, Rick? We're so screwed. Takeover weekend. Always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this card, we're going to end up with, like, I don't know. Like, there's no match that's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, just go straight into it then. Yeah. Uh, we'll say Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mount. Oh. What a Last fucking Last time match. these guys met was a five star classic on NXT TV. Time before was a five star classic at uh, the and Gordo Witness Live. Yeah. Uh, and. I would not bet against them doing a five and a half star at this one. <laughs> uh, I'd like you, your, the good money's on undisputed retaining here. Literally tie a nice little ribbon around it all and send it off in a nice neat little package. Um, but package. yeah, I'd imagine I'd imagine undisputed era, and I wouldn't be surprised to see this open either. Um, get the crowd going hot early, though. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick. Yeah, I think the same. I reckon because they did the the mini flip with Mustache Mountain already. I reckon they're just going to keep it on the Spirit Air. Yeah. Yep. Same. Yeah. Same as that. I, I think that's probably Bait and Seven's kind of little run done in NXT for a little while. Yeah. That's probably then, just the end of it. Yeah. Then NXT UK they'll focus on then. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they're yeah, th- for that next week actually. This could be sleeper match of the night though. So. Ah yeah. Um. My favorite wrestler in the history of the planet Earth, Velveteen Dream, Francis uh, EC3, Gordo. Uh, I am going to give this one to Dream because I think he's coming up. Coming up? Ooh. I think Dream is coming up. They do do I'm a couple after out. SummerSlam. They do a couple after SummerSlam, and I'm wondering, like, everyone's been clamoring for months about putting him in the title picture, and they seem so headstrong and steadfast and not putting him into it. I'm wondering, is it a case if they're holding him out of it because like, there's no point putting him in a title picture because he is going to be coming up fairly fast. He's getting yeah. glowing endorsements from Blake Cena, Triple H. Everyone's raving about this lad. He's still young. He's, got, he's still got a way to go, but he's got the character down to a T. He'll pick other shit up on the road. I think I, I, I don't see what else you can do from beyond putting him in a fucking championship field at this stage, which they seem to be a bit against, so I'd bring him up. So I'm going to send him up with a win. 
oh man I want to see him go to the main roster oh. <laughs> look what happened to Peyton Wright <laughs> What you mean he's going to get between Dean fucking boob jobs and collagen injections and everything? <laughs> uh, uh, I has Dream won? What what what's happened for Dream? Has he won the last two takeovers or he has lost the last couple? Hasn't he? he lost to Ricochet. Lost to Ricochet. Lost to Black. I know that was mm. before. That was well before that. There was one before it. Who was it? Ricochet. Oh no, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think he kind of needs a win, but EC3 hasn't had one either. So I'm like, it's, this is a tough one. I, I'm going to give it to the Dream. Mm, Steve. I'm going to go to Dream as well. I think he's he needs a bit more momentum behind him. But unlike Gordo, I think he's nowhere near coming up. Not because he doesn't deserve it, he definitely does. But again, if you're looking at the main roster, it's like, where do you put him? I just think there's no space for him right now and he'd get lost and he'll be sanitied or he'll be fucking thrown into lower mid-card mediocrity and he doesn't deserve that. So I think he's staying down for another bit and he's getting the victory. Actually, I it's going to add on to mine. I think Valentin's going to win because Kona Reeves is going to screw EC3. Ooh. Oh. Stop trying to make him a thing. I know. I don't like him either. Now, but there's a spot open because the, the rumor was that Alistair Black was going up after SummerSlam. Hmm. So I wonder did they give that to EC3? Mm, he hasn't. Do you know what, actually? Hmm. I wonder. Shit. You know, if we're, we're talking about people going up, I think EC3 could definitely be the guy that goes up because right. he's good to go. He's, yep. he's been on the main roster before. You know, you wanted to bring him back into the environment where you can just make sure that he can still go within a WWE environment and, you know, camera work, playing to the crowd, you know, playing the, the commercial breaks and all that sort of stuff. You don't need to keep BC3 down. No. He's, he's He is literally in the top 1% of NXT. Don't hold him back. Strap a rocket to him. He'll fit in perfectly in the main roster. Oh, yeah, and he looks he looks like a million dollars as well. Like, yeah, yeah, but looks don't matter. Looks don't matter, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't even set that one up. I uh, meant it, he does. Plus, don't forget the song. Don't forget man. the song. Vince McMahon loves Big Sweaty Men. The only thing I think is you're going to need to keep this Champa Johnny Gargano thing. You cool it off until Mania. So is yeah. he just an opponent, say, next month or the month after for uh, Champa? Which I'm giving away my prediction, Champa wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's the obvious ploy there. But maybe EC3 is one of those players that they need for a little bit. You've got a lot of people you can do that. I mean, you've got Keith Lee there, there now. You've got a bunch of people oh, coming yeah. through that you could yeah. throw in that, that spot. I see a perfect hmm. view developing between Tommaso Champa and the Velveteen Dream. Can you imagine the contrast that two of them would bring mm. to a storyline? and that's something that you can tell all the way through survivor series takeover you know through war, uh, war games it's on that weekend so like that is a perfect and obviously you know champa's retaining as we all say uh spoiler alert because <laughs> you need that ultimate feel-good johnny gargano finally getting the victory at uh, wrestlemania takeover I'd love to see that Velveteen Dream in a title picture uh, when Gargano um, kind of goes away for a little bit of time. Mm. I'll, I'll go Dream here as well. I never bet against my boy. Um, even <laughs> my if boy it means I lose. I might change it now on Sunday. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Lockdown. Change it all you want on Sunday. Yeah. On Sunday yeah. Do I still get the point if I change it on Sunday? Um, <laughs> I tried that before and he told me I was fired. So no. <laughs> 
Um, Adam Cole ricochet. Baby! <laughs> Should have left the gap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's time for change. I think it's time for change at this stage. So I'm just going to say ricochet. Um, okay. I know Nicky said earlier that Undisputed versus Mustache's potential sleeper match of the weekend. I think we could be looking at one here. Every, every match on this card is a potential for the sleeper match of the weekend. Like. Uh, not, I'm not too sure about Shane and Kyrie. I don't know. That's probably yeah. the weakest. That's the weakest in a lot, but still going to be a great match. Things so, we've been saying that about all Shayna's matches for the last few takeovers, and she's been doing really well. Uh, as, as I said, when we came back from London at the time, her match with Tony changed my oh, fucking tune so on Shane in a big way, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I said uh, it's not necessarily digging it. I just think it's out of the lot of us, potentially the weakest. Gordo, I can't believe that after the conversation <laughs> we've just had, out of the five matches that are on TakeOver, you're saying that the women's match is going to be the worst just because they're women. No, it's because it has Sharon Corbin in it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going Ricochet. Uh, I'm going to say Ricochet. I said it. Like Cole's had the title and not a dig at him because I think it's, they kind of neglected the title for the most part. But uh, there's not been a whole amount of anything gone on with it. So I think it makes sense. Give it to Ricochet. It kind of breathes a bit of new life into it and they can actually start building something with that title again. Could go the way over the last couple of months you've had, or last couple of weeks you've had Cassius Ono just obliterating lads who are smaller than him. Could go away potentially building him into that, so you have the big love to see him as a heel, the big bad Ono against mm. against uh, Ricochet. I think that would be a fucking ridiculous match. Yeah, that would be a fucking show stealer. So yeah, I'd love to see Ono go heel and do all that route. That'd be fantastic. I know Ricochet as well, uh, just because I think they've had Cole and uh, Undisputed Era in general having all the titles for a bit, so it just makes it up a bit. Considering I reckon the tags are being retained, so yeah, Ricochet. I'm going to go Cole to retain. First difference in the night. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I just uh, don't get me wrong. Like I, I really don't care who wins this because I'm happy either way. But I just, I think undisputed era kind of they need all the gold, and I don't see a reason to take the belt off him at this particular moment in time. So we can go for the big belt. I, I've done my prediction for that already. I think the dream is going <laughs> up for the big belt. Steve. Um, you're talking me around to Cole, and I do like have my team having all the gold, and I never want to see that change. <laughs> I'll probably go <clears throat> Ricochet, I think. But I'm uh, I'm on the fence there. I don't know. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sangardo. Uh, Use nice is... words. No, I'm gonna say this is this is the Gordo speaking with his speaking with his heart and not his head here. I'm gonna say Kyrie to win, just because I think she needs a big win and like I, I just love watching Kyrie. I think she's fantastic in there. I think they've underutilized her to an extent. I think it's time. Um, I think it's time. Yeah, she's done her she's done her penance and she's as I said. I think that for what they have with her, she. Yeah, I, I think it's time to start fucking getting behind her now and start building her for possibly a post-Mania call-up next year. So then there's going to be a big influx of women after the May Young Classic. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd say change it up a bit, give her the belt, and do whatever you want with Shayna then, probably after Survivor Series weekend when there's the inevitable rematch. So Yeah, I'm thinking Kyrie as well. Has anyone seen NXT this weekend? Not yet. No. no. Kyrie is fucking amazing on it is all I'm going to say yeah. it's just it's oh she's who's so amazing good. hmm who's amazing Kyrie no no you said she's fucking amazing oh 
But uh, uh, I, I, I'm thinking Kyrie as well. I just, I, it's, it's Shane has had it for a good while. It's, and as we said all along, like, like every time we were like, yeah, this is going to be the not great match. So I think Kyrie as champ. I think I prefer Kyrie as champ. Just even though Shane has been great and as Gordon said, she's impressed me a lot in some of the more recent matches. I think Kyrie as champ has more possibilities. I'm going to vary from the script again. I'm going to go Shayna Baszler to retain. 50-50. Kyrie Sane won the Mae Young Classic last year. I think this is Baszler's kind of way Baszler of saying already got the win made. over her. This yeah, is a rubber match. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going for the overall win. I'm talking like big <laughs> match feel. Like I'm talking Mae Young Classic is the equivalent of a title match yeah. in my mind. So I think... I'm going to go with Baszler. I think they don't need to take it off her just yet. I think, you know, her character and her whole shtick is the fact that, you know, she's just tougher and stronger than, and better than everyone else. I think they, if they give it to Kyrie Sane now, it'll be the equivalent of Asuka losing at WrestleMania. I just, I just thought of something. I, well, I know we, we've kind of brought up a couple of times around uh, the takeover for... Survivor Series weekend. When it comes to women's match, we also have to factor in the fact that they will have a title <laughs> match at Evolution as well. Oh yeah. Oh yes. That's true. And that Candice. 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 Ah, damn it. I I, I want to see Kyrie <laughs> versus Bianca Belair if Bianca is back healthy. Mm. Kyrie versus Bianca at Evolution is what I want. So that's why I'm definitely going Kyrie. Steve, what do you got? I Kyrie, definitely. I think it's time. Uh, Champo, 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 Champo. Gargani. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tommaso Champo against Johnny Gargano. Uh, Gorgo. Uh, That's my Okay. I think I'm a bit more torn than you guys are on this one. Because um, I always maintain this is the WrestleMania, or this is the wrestling purists weekend, whereas WrestleMania is the uh, commercial weekend of the year. And the purest in me says that this is where you give a feel good moment, you give it to Cargano. But I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I think I think if this was a triple threat still, I would say Champa. But I think changing this to a one on one is kind of flipping me, and I think I'm going to go Gargano. I don't know why they didn't just keep Alistair Black in the match and take him out with a table spot. I love no, what they did. Away. Oh, the oh, who yeah, done it? Cool. Who done it is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, well, so it's you're, you're forgetting. Uh, Black's injury is to his nether region. Oh. You, you, you don't want to be going messing no. around with that sort of stuff. I just get yeah, yeah, his hands up. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have even done it on the night, even if they wanted to do something different with it. But this is technically the second person who's been laid out in the NXT parking lot in the last couple of years. We never found out who did it to, uh, to Ford Hideo Atami. Was Kevin nope. Owens, or no, they had one with Kevin Owens before that as well. They they, he, they they heavily employed it was Kevin Owens, but there was never a payoff. <laughs> he yeah. walked past with his bag gun. Wonder what happened here. <laughs> what uh, do we got over here? <laughs> but um, I I reckon yeah, Champa to to win this one. Um, I think because of the way the the awkward build they've had with the triple threat for this, Gargano isn't as uber faced as he was going into the other two, so I think this is the one where they can afford to have him lose without having too much of a bad reaction. Um, so I think this this is the one to keep champion, and then they'll build Gargano to be uber face again before he actually wins it. Literally you- took the words out of my mouth right there. 
you want that moment for when Gargano wins to be as big as when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania. You want it to literally be the juggernaut and finally get in release. <laughs> you know, you, 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 it would be an absolute travesty. It would be an absolute waste if they gave Gargano the belt right here, right now. Hmm. Who's got sirens in the background? Not me. It's no, probably us then. They must have heard the comments we've made and they're coming for us. <laughs> it's the internet police. It's the internet police. Random shot in the dark. Do you try and turn Gargano heel after this? God, no. If you Please have. No. No, no. Not even go heel, but essentially teasing the fact that he's like the whole thing of him snap and have, let's say, Candace come down to the ring again like, and be kind of trying to console him and he literally shoves her away or whatever. Just something to end it with the whole. Yeah, I, 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 I was thinking. thinking what the fuck is going on? The conflict, kind of. Not I was thinking the conflict one is what was going to go with the triple threat. Now that it's just the singles, I don't know if you can really do that. Um, that that's what I was thinking was going to happen with triple threat. I was like, Gargano was not going to go heel, but you know gonna do just be too overwhelmed with everything that he was kind yeah. of doing stuff that he normally wouldn't do and you know but i think in the singles last one standing right now, i don't think they can do that they're gonna they need to keep him as face as face as possible here's a question That's for you after um uh, steve you've obviously given your prediction anyway Gargan, so. or champa yeah how does champa win obviously it's a last man standing so the, the, the functionality of it as we all understand <laughs> but how does he get to that point of where he keeps gargano down for a 10 count he chokes him out with a diy t-shirt oh that'll I be good i think that he I'm, I'm reading back the years i can't remember what year it was but john cena bet batista in a last man standing match tying his feet by tying his feet around the ring post with duct tape so he literally couldn't get up like I think something like that would work very well for Champa because he's a smart heel. Mm. Time. And you can see him sitting there waving at him as he's struggling to get up. Literally oh, yeah. across yeah. the ring or lying down in the ring. Like he's just kneeling in the ring or sitting in the ring just waving at him. And that's then he gets up on the eight count or something like that. Yeah. You know, that's oh, I that's think that's bad. something that would just be you know, he's just, Oh you little bastard, you got us again, <laughs> you know. And it would just drive the hate. And nine and a half Gargano just bobs his head and just like fuck. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm coming around and changing my pick. Champ <laughs> I still stand by what I said. I think that's the purest weekend, and that's where there is normally the feel good thing. But the toss of Champa winning with something like that is fucking too beautiful. Yeah. We, we, and have, it's too to, we have to move on, though. <laughs> we yeah. have to move on. Yeah. We're going long. Right? Yeah, we're to... basically down to the stage where we're not even recapping Raw or SmackDown, even in this. <laughs> Maybe just slightly um, in the bigger matches. But we'll say. Rusev and Lana versus uh, Andrade Cien Almas and Selena Vega. Uh, I am going to say Almas retained this. Or Almas is winning this. It's a fucking pre-show match. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Man needs to win something. So Almas and Vega as well, yep. Steve? Wait, what? Why are you... No, it's Rusev and Lana Day. Mm. Nah, it's Tranquilo Day, baby. Yeah, but no, they they're they're doing the whole um, break uh, teasing the breakup with uh, Aiden English. He's going to end up costing them the match. It's going to be Almas and Vega. Yeah, definitely agreed. Uh, B team as champions facing the revival. I know Gordo wants to win, but who's I'm saying it? Win? Revive the revival, baby. It's on the pre-show. pre-show. Yeah, that's the, right. I'd be doing the same only for pre-show. Man, that got a lot of TV time for the last month for a pre-show match. Yeah. I am fucking disgusted. I am absolutely B-team, fucking disgusted. B-team. Go, 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 go. We got the best of both worlds. 
But uh, yeah, no, fuck this shit. Revival or win. Don't yeah, care. So, yeah, Nick. I B team are going to retain. There's going to be some Har- uh, Matt Hardy and uh, Bray Wyatt shenanigans. Spooky magic ghosts. Ooh, bastard ooh, magic. Bastard magic. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but B team are going to end up retaining. I'm, I'm torn between a no contest and a B team retaining. Oh, Jesus, this is a tough one, and I probably will change this before the weekend. But I'm going to go with uh, Revival to win, but B team to retain. Hmm. Yeah, probably the same. Revival win, B team. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not the answer you want, but it's the answer you're getting. <laughs> uh, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the uh, Cruiserweight title. Uh, WWE's answer to Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson, uh, is going to drop <laughs> the title. Um, he's bland. I'm fucking sorry. I, 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 so I was right all along about Enzo Amore and Cedric Alexander. Gordo agrees. 2v2. No, he's, no, he's just, I, I just, I, I haven't, I, I don't know, I expected more from it. I think, I think there's something with Gulak and they have the whole thing on the moment himself and yeah, fucking Gallagher and all that stuff. I, I think there's more longevity, or there's more storytelling to be done rather by putting it on Gulak now, whereas... Has, has anybody won the title, so Cedric was the only one who's won it since Enzo, wasn't it? Yeah. Has anyone Cedric's won it between? undefeated this year. So yeah, he was the last, Enzo was the last champion. Yeah, that's a long yeah. reign. Jesus. That's what I'm thinking. There's nothing fucking happened with it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, change it up, months. man. No, no, there was a tournament, wasn't there? Right yeah, after he won so. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Did that go that long? It was yeah. a long tournament. Okay, okay then. <laughs> I, I still think he should have dropped it to Buddy Murphy, but. Yeah. And I think he will drop it to either Buddy Murphy or Hideo with Tommy, so I think Alexander's retaining. Steve. I haven't seen 205 in a long time, but. Uh, I don't see the benefit of Cedric dropping it to Gulak, so I'm going to go Cedric to retain. Yeah, it's a pre-show, so I'll probably go champion retain. I just can't yeah, wait. Yeah, I've for gone for one. two fucking changes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Balor and Corbin. This uh, kind of on Raw, did Corbin had set up a thing where they were going to try each other out and test each other out for the weekend and blah, whatever. Don't care. <laughs> just what a failure of a storyline this has been. In my opinion, he put Balor in a handicap match to try and screw him over, and then yeah, yeah. then Strowman was added to match. Yeah, and he was um, the best part about it, which was a total fail for what they were setting up. For the fucking <laughs> it was a terrible idea. It was a terrible idea. Terrible. Um, you backing our boy? I'm, I'm, uh, you going? I'm going to back. I'm going to back our boy, but I have a worrying feeling. I think there's no coming back for me if, if Balor loses this match. I actually think I'm never watching Raw again. <laughs> I know it's a very marky thing to say, but I, I cannot justify this loss. I think I, I think I said it before the last pay-per-view, though. I think that there's a case that this is this whole thing is being done to build up Corbin for something involving the likes of a JJ or even potentially Kurt long-term. And that's why part of me is thinking that he's going to win it. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Balor for now, but that's one. I I I'll be honest, I may change a fuck ton of these before Sunday. Oh yeah, I will too. Nick, yeah, Balor. I think like I can't. I I can see the points, but I they can't not give it to Balor at this point. Shadow all over him enough. Give him this win. Corbin has his constable gimmick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got some, He's got something to do. Yeah, leave, leave Balor get the win. Steve, oh Balor all day long. And then we have now. I'm going Balor as well. Sorry, Balor. 
Nakamura against Jeff Hardy in a match I really want to see and I hope Jeff's healthy for it I think it'd be nuts to take the title off Nakamura this soon so I'm going to say Nakamura to retain especially because Jeff is beat up and probably going into something with Orton afterwards what with Orton yeah. peeking out around the stage with a stick in his hand so it's going to be Nakamura <laughs> the question is how involved is Randy Orton going to get Oh, oh, dick he's... in his hand. Dick in his hand. <laughs> Jeff goes up top for a swanton and Randy just gets up on the apron. Whips his dick Shakes his hand. <laughs> I say he should, he should just literally just shake his hand. Just, just... <laughs> he should do it like the, the crusty thing, the little buzzer in his hand. So he <laughs> Steve. Oh. Nakamura retains. Just thinking we could have shaved a good 10 minutes off this if we just waited for the art and chat for there. Oh, well. That's true, <laughs> Oh well. oh well learning we're learning ah the bludgeon brothers versus new day i'm going new day for the love of god give me new day fucking yes yeah. I, I i like bludgeon brothers i like both of them i think they're good but i still think they should have been bludgeon brothers and it would have been a chance to turn the bar face i think that would have made that's what i wanted but uh yeah think new day get freshen things up a bit and it's kind of my reason my rationale behind most of the title changes that I've predicted uh, you mean is... all of the title changes all of the title changes to be fair I am, I am probably going to change my mind at least about the cruiserweight I do think one of the ones on the pre-show will change I think there will be one um, one title change to, uh, I think there will be one title change I'm, I'm leaning more towards being the tag titles but um, yeah I'm also saying here though that New Day are going to beat Bludgeon so yeah, New Day. I, like Bludgeon Brothers, same. I like them, but they've just done nothing with the titles. There's the, they've, they're like an afterthought in the tag division. This way, you can have like a proper another New Day sanity feud or something. Get sanity to get a bit of a push because they've been killing them as well. Um, killing their eyesight too. <laughs> Seventeen eyesight cuts. Too. Before Go on, Gordy. stat for this week with sanity. Yeah, 17 stats or 17 cuts before they get to the end of the ramp because that's where it cuts off to go to an ad break. Six of the cuts were before they even walked out through the entranceway. Also, can we talk about the singlet? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, the can has popped. <laughs> <laughs> so there Killian Dane is now in a singlet. Yes. I, for one, am happy about this. Why? He, like, this is the most generic looking outfit he's wearing now. As opposed to before, he looked very unique and Oh, like, different. don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I don't think he looks good in a singlet. I think he could look better in a, a custom bespoke full body suit of sorts. <laughs> I'm just happy that I don't have to see his big, sweaty, hairy back anymore. I think this was always going to happen. It looks a little better on screen, but I did like how ridiculous he was. But yeah. maybe shave his shoulders. Just, just give it a shoulders. Quick. Yeah. Just, just shaving my shoulders. You can sing along with Homer. <laughs> shaving my shoulders. I thought he looked better in NXT, personally. Quote of the night. I will also but that to be fair I just I want to see more of Dane on my fucking TV the man yes. is ridiculous so you talented. don't want him to wear a singlet or anything at all <laughs> I, I want Randy Orton to shit out of it and no no I said they, uh, like I, I've said it after most of the takeovers last year Dane was my kind of dark dark horse man our fucking performance of the night he always showed up and killed it in these big multi-man matches so they're not giving him a chance to do that yet. I'm waiting for that big breakout performance from him. Uh, mm. So I'm hoping that maybe, potentially, them versus New Day in a proper feud for the titles. Mm. 
could be what we need for Dane. Because yeah, sanity is there to get Dane over. I don't think yeah, it's, and, it's, it's, it's not there for EY. EY is there to be kind of a steady hand and hold the ship together and bring the boys along. Wolf will always do all right tag wise. I don't see him ever being a major, yeah. but Dane is Dane's the star of that. But they Mail need to bring it. up Nikki Cross with it too, though. God, oh, they do. God, which yes. I reckon in a feud with with the Usos, they can get Naomi involved and then they can bring up Nikki Cross that way. Better fucking happen. Yep. Um, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Guess I'm not predicting that last match, though, lads. Oh, sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about it for like four hours. Hey, New Day, we'll move on. Yeah, New Day, let's move on. There we go. Oh, Thanks, uh, you dick. I thought you'd already said it. Apologies. Shut up, no, you No, I, I rambled. I rambled. <laughs> As is tradition. So, uh, yes. Women's match. Wrestling. and they're Did all you just assume bottoms. their gender? It's down as a women's title fits. Get fucked. Do <laughs> you just assume the title? They 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 ide- <laughs> they identify as a women's championship. Uh, um, fuck off! I hate you all. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with our girl Becky. I think the addition of Charlotte is literally to try and build more to this. I uh, I want Becky to win with a roll up and gripping uh, put uh, on Charlotte, but gripping the tights. Ooh. I'm also saying Becky, but I was saying to tap out Charlotte. Ooh. I'm going also for Beckley, but I can see a possible heel turn for Charlotte. Yeah. After the match. Oh, yeah. You know, they do yeah. the all, all you, well done, you got the better of me. Boom. Charlotte works so much better as a heel. It's needed. Yeah. yeah. She really does. That there was, happen. I think, yeah, there was elements of that on somewhere, though. Ellsworth will be involved. Does he cost Caramella the title? Or does he hand it to her again? I don't see it. No? No. I think it's Becky Charlotte. The Becky Charlotte thing was thrown together at the last minute. Not saying it won't happen, but it was thrown together. So maybe the plan all along was Ellsworth. And that was out of sight, out of mind to keep him away. Because everyone would have thought Ellsworth to get involved and the match, blah, blah, blah. But now he's been gone. People have forgotten about a little. He'll be out somewhere. If... Becky does not come away from SummerSlam with the belt. It is a complete travesty and a complete wrongdoing and she should literally pack her bags and leave. Because there's no way Carmella's coming away with the belt. And if Charlotte wins the belt, then it's just validated the fact that she is the female Roman Reigns. I'm pretty sure that would make her a six-time women's champ. No, no, five. Did you not five. do you not watch oh, SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. always say four-time women's champ, even though she's an actual five-time women's champ. So okay, so I am right. It will make her a six-time champion. Yes. You are correct. So the SmackDown yeah, graphics see, are wrong. Stats guy, stats guy gets it right, baby. <laughs> okay, Dana, calm down. So Steve, Becky, is it? Becky Balboa. I go uh, heart over head here and go Becky, but I just I can't get that Ellsworth thing out of my mind. Something's going to happen. But I like your idea about the turn at the end. Um, Ziggler. And uh, Ziggler with Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins with the returning Dean Ambrose. <sighs> Rollins wins and Ambrose turns. He turns. Ooh. Like turns his head? <laughs> no, he he, he's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking yeah, Rollins, win, there. Rollins wins and then we get a dirty deeds. Mm. They've done the feud the other way around three years ago. It's true. Yeah, I can see kind of that happen as well. Uh, I, I reckon Rollins is taking a win anyway, and then 
the lunatic receding hairline will probably do something. <laughs> he looks great though, doesn't he? Oh, he looks yeah. ripped as fuck. <laughs> no, why? Why are why are people making the same allegations about him that they were about gender? Who knows? It's it's a maybe, little less dramatic though. Maybe yeah. because we haven't seen his wonky nipple yet. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Or maybe people were just assuming his gender. It's the bass. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. So bad. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going for Zigglypuff to retain, uh, mainly because I don't see Rollins hanging around the title picture for too much longer. Uh, I think it would be travesty if they turned Ambrose heel as soon as he comes back. We don't necessarily like him as a face because we're wrestling fans who know what we're watching. But America and America fans love Dean Ambrose's face. So I think it would be bankroll suicide to turn him heel right now. People were freaking out over this guy. I didn't think he was as popular as he is. Exactly. Um, ah, I don't know. Uh, probably, probably, Rollins, probably Rollins because of the return, though. I'm going to change that, probably. I don't know. I've, I've, changed, for now. I've changed it like four times already in my prediction sheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strowman versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank briefcase, and Kevin can win any way he wants, any location <sighs> or literally anything. They built up the whole he can win any way he wants thing too much to a point where I'm pretty sure Strowman is going to retain. But I am going to. At the flip side, I am hard overhead saying Kevin Owens because I think that a briefcase suits his character fucking perfectly. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank suits a heel. I've said it since before the fucking Money in the Bank match this year. Um, I'm going to say Strowman, but I want it to be KO. I want KO to walk out of SummerSlam champ. Ooh, Nick. Hmm. I want, I'm the th- same as Gordo. I want it to be KO, but I can see Strowman cashing in on SummerSlam. If if he retains, he's cashing in that night, Strowman. If he keeps it. What, so. what if they did go the route of having the Brock Roman match on early and Strowman cashed in during that? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and that, then Owens turns around and bitches to the constable about the fact that he gets a title match. match. <laughs> and the universal title is saved in one night. Uh, <laughs> it's way too clever. No, it's not going to happen. Um, Strowman by pin. Fuck it. <laughs> I think that this match will be on relatively late in the day to give the guys backstage enough of a, enough time to gauge their crowd reaction and see how they're probably going to react in the main event. Now, we all know how the crowd are going to react in the main event because we're not idiots. But I think if they if they think that the crowd are okay with Roman winning or that they will be okay with Roman winning, then I think that they actually might give it to Kevin Owens. But if they think it's a smarky crowd are going to shit all over it, it will I'm, going to, I'm going to agree with Nick that I think they're going to pull the plug, Strowman retains, and Strowman cashes in to save the crowd, send them all home happy. Head over heart, Strowman. Hmm. Head over heart for Strowman there as well. I think there'll be a lot of close calls or something, you know, something like that. Our count count outs, this is a normal match. It's just that the stipulations are. So yeah. he'll have a lot of nine and a half counts and things like that. Probably still. The, the, re- the reason they were pushing the whole thing of, you know, he can win it by any way is because the fact that normally with title matches, obviously, is a champion's advantage. What? Essentially... <laughs> is that something new? Yeah, 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 they only brought it in there last week. 
Um, <laughs> while I think of it, I meant to mention this during the Carmella thing. Uh, it's triple threat for all, for no for whatever reason. It's an ODQ. Yeah. Ellsworth is just in the match, and they make it a, a semi tag team match there. Because <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that if you're a heel? Why don't when you see a chair, you go in and smack people in the head during a triple threat match? Carry on. Yeah, but yeah, no, as I said, it's the whole thing. That's why they're, they're doing the whole thing of having the ram it down our throats. Kevin Owens come in the briefcase anyway, is because it's not technically a title, and they need to remind us of that. Yeah. So, I think I kind of a bit opposite to what Steve said in a way. Uh, I think this could open it so that you've forgotten about the briefcase, or that the idea being that you will have forgotten about the briefcase by the time Brock rolls out. Mm. But, Ke- yeah, Kevin Brock's Owens. Coming. Kevin Owens wins, then eats three power slams. So we think that there's no hope from coming back out to cash in. Oh, that's good too. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian and the Miz. Miz. Before before we go into that, Steve, thoughts on video packages from SmackDown? Please tell me you saw them. I like the idea. I just I, I can't get past the Miz. I'm sorry. I, I I'm trying. I'm trying. I just can't like the guy. Anything he's in just puts me right Those off. Three I like the video idea. packages they were, were amazing. amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> Meh. You just don't like fun. No, I just don't like the Miz. <laughs> in my SmackDown article, the video packages were my top thing in my article. I, they were the best thing. I have, honestly haven't uh. had a chance to read it. Um, no, that's fine. We can have different opinions. I know you, you loved it. I, I just, the Miz is in it, so it's just not for me. It's just, that's just uh. the way it is. He's the uh, perfect heel character in this entire uh, situation. But I'll go but mine Gordo. first then to throw it in. I'm going the Miz to win this. Ooh, I'm going the Miz to win as well. I think it makes most sense. Yeah, Miz. Oh my god. Am I the one that's going to have to do this? Full house. We're going to go full house. Yeah. Wow. Miz. It, it makes... Oh, I hate using this phrase when talking about WWE main roster. It makes sense for the Miz to win. Yeah. Yep. Because it, it progresses the storyline. Yep. If Daniel Bryan wins, there really isn't any justification for continuing that story any further. Oh, you have a quick payoff and it's done. Yeah. Yep. And, and quick, if we know a, quick anything, eight-year payoff. <laughs> <laughs> and if we know anything about WWE, they don't like a one and done. No. They like no, the fitty fitty, and then they like the payoff. This off. is happening at Mania, and Daniel Bryan's winning there. It's it's fucking Gargano Champa. Yep. Oh c- fuck off. <laughs> 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 You're losing your oh, It's oh, the Miz. The match triggered. The match will not do it because the Miz is in it, and it'll all be go on. Go on with your anti-Miz stan account. Go on. I just did. <laughs> That's a great idea. Get so much heat. Um, AJ versus Samoa Joe. Then we where where it's placed here. We have it under Bliss Rousey. You need the piss match. Oh, oh wow. Are you saying Rousey. AJ versus Joe is a piss break match? Are you no, I'm saying Bliss versus Rousey is a piss match. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's Ronda Rousey. It's their money. It's their cash cow. Yeah, it's that doesn't shit. mean it's going to be good. Are you, are you calling her a cow? <laughs> <laughs> are you assuming but you're a free? wealthy cow? <laughs> um, Gordo, where are you going with this one? Um, so this uh, week, I actually didn't see it. I only read about it. But Joe brought oh. out... I missed the end of it, the show. Mm. Joe brought out a note or something from his wife or something? A letter that he received from a member Man. of the WWE universe. And it turned out to be his wife. Yeah. Or inferred that. 
Well, he, he literally said, signed. Yeah, he said. Okay. Whatever his wife's name is. Lin, uh, Linda or whatever. Did, well, he, did, uh, he yeah. go, did he go gimmick name or did he put a real name on it? I think it was real because AJ had mentioned her real name during yeah. his promo just beforehand. So people would have known that was what her name was. It was Wendy. Wendy, that was Wendy. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Styles. Wendy Styles. Ah, Styles. Okay, there you go. Was, yeah. <laughs> they should have done it where they used his, what's his name? James, isn't it? Alan James or something? I'm mean, great oh. Wendy James. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, it it fell flat or something. I read. Yeah, it, it was. It ended a bit awkwardly. It's kind of like we're just kind of after he said the uh, like Wendy Styles, just kind of looking at each other, and then it went off air. It was meant to be a mic drop, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't really yeah. hit as hard as it was supposed to. Okay. It, literally, like even something as simple as a AJ taking off the belt and fucking held it up and stood near the ropes, it may have saved it, but. Not to say, like, the whole thing from Joe I thought was fucking class was well done, but, uh, yeah, the ending was just a bit dull. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was hoping it was going to be from one of his kids. Yeah. That's what I thought would have landed a lot better. Yeah. Or Dixie Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you fighting? (laughs) Sorry to clear Lynch. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I think I want it to be Joe. I want Joe to be champ, but I've gone way too many title changes, and I also think and I also think AJ is holding the belt true when the game comes out. So I said that a couple of months ago. So I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to say AJ. Yeah, I'm thinking AJ too. If they didn't drop the Shinsuke, they're not going to drop the Joe. Funny you should mention that. I think they're dropping it to Joe. Hmm. <laughs> I think the time is right. That the story is good. Uh, the game is not out for another two months. Um, nah, I, I think. Storyline demands a title change here. I think there's too much stock put into this him being the champion until the game comes out thing because he's not yes. holding the belt on the on the cover. Yeah, like Rollins was there last year and he didn't have any belt at the time. I don't. Yeah, think. but for anything press related for it, you can have a guy walk out with a title on his shoulder. Plus, the, the story uh, mode is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So if you wanted to go that route, you could have Joe win and D Bryan beat Joe. I don't. I, I. I. definitely agree with what Steve just said. Title picture is, in my mind, irrelevant to the game coming out. Yeah, I, I agree. You, but still, I just think they're not going to give it to, to Joe. Steve, what do you what got? Uh, I think they fuck it because it's not going to be the main events. I think Joe wins by DQ or something. Hmm. Bring it on shit. for a bit longer. Yeah, and drag it out to Survivor Series maybe. Then you have AJ attempting to win the Rumble to beat Joe, or you know something like that. I think also Joe f- wins it to f- look strong. Fun, but. a fun fact from during the week. I can't remember exactly when, but AJ Styles' title reign has now surpassed that of JBL. So he is now the longest reigning SmackDown exclusive WWE champion of all time. Mm-hmm. But that's just because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's, do you know, we, we, we've seen it with Lesnar beating Punk's reign. We've seen it with New Day beating Demolition's reign. P, WWE booked title reigns for various different reasons, one of which is to surpass the previous record. I think that that's what they were trying to give him. And mm. I think now that that's They been, haven't mentioned it. Usually they ram those down your throat. Mm. Wait for Sunday. Wait for Sunday, yeah. Mm. There's a network special before before the pre-show talking about it. <laughs> uh, also, pre-show's fucking two hours plus yeah. a four-hour show. We'll miss him. We'll be coming back from OTT. Yeah, sad day for the parish lads. 
Mm-hmm. Steve, you're going to have to watch it for us. No, I'll be out. <laughs> I'm going to probably miss the first hour of the show anyway. So I'm what? hoping Miz, I'm hoping Miz and Brian are on open there. Get fucked. I probably won't like what time will I get home? Half two. I'll probably miss the first hour and a half. It was Sunday night. Oh yeah, but I'd see him off on Monday. I never got to go out on a Sunday night. Disgraceful. So. I'll miss the first bit, but I'll keep abreast. You're there in your nightclubs with your hippity hops and your broken hips. Oh no, I'll be in a nice quiet corner of a pub somewhere. <laughs> with no <laughs> people shouting. And no music. <laughs> um, Damn yous. Bliss Rousey. Gordini. <sighs> this is a hard one. No Rousey. R- Bliss should not get any meaningful offense in. There'll be some sort of a distraction from Fox early on, and after that, Bliss or Rousey kill. Yeah, Rousey kill, win by submission. Title, title changes hands. Yep. Ooh, I don't mind Bliss getting a bit of a offense in. You know, ultimately she is currently a four-time champion. She, she has a little bit of uh, heel tactical nous about herself, so you know she could do a dirty slide day, getting a little bit of cheap heat in. But, but what kind yeah, of ult- offense are you talking? Filthy, filthy tactics, basically. Oh, pure heel offense, yeah, like okay. you know, like getting Rousey getting distracted by Fox on the outside, getting hit in the back of the head, kind of a thing. Uh, absolutely fine, but yeah, I'm not talking like proper strong style offense on Rousey because that's not believable in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and if Ronda Rousey does not make Bliss tap out and break her arm, <clears throat> break her arm then they have wasted a glorious opportunity. They are doing that spot work because Alexa oh, can yeah. dislocate her arm. They are going 100%. to do that. And then she'll suck her in and then she'll smack her with her forearm and knock Rousey down or whatever. But that will happen. And it's going to be good. Ah, <sighs> Ronda, I don't know. I oh, they're pulling the trigger. They have to this whole the feud has been a disaster from the start because Mickey James got injured, so they pulled in Alicia Fox. And then, of course, Jim Neidhart died, so Natty's taken out of that now. So that was the payoff that Natty turns on Ronda, maybe? Do they plug someone else in to be in her corner for the night? Yeah, I'll do one that way with Ember. Ember, Ember yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right, yeah. But yeah, she's going to time. Yeah, all I'd say, either way, Ronda Rousey should be the one doing all the media stuff and walking into Evolution as your Raw Women's Champ. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Fuck it, go on, Rousey. Way no. <sighs> Here we go. Hmm. And that was a good show, lads. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed talking about craps and we stuff. We want beach balls. <laughs> we want beach balls. So, main event of Beach Ball Mania. Uh, part two. Part two. Three. Four. four five. Twenty. I can't at this even point. remember. Uh, now you have four and one go here in this night. Uh, <laughs> Lesnar reigns. Gordini. The winners of this one. The WWE <laughs> Universe in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, they are taking over this shit. Um, Wait, I... Before we go into the, f- the finish, prediction for chance. Do we get a CM Punk one after what he's after doing? Yes. Oh, yes. 100%. Even after Punk, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get dueling CM Punk Cold Cabana ones. Oh, they, that'll happen. Oh, yeah. That'll happen, yeah. Um, we'll get, we want beach ball. Uh, if, if they take a beach ball off or something, we'll get a you killed beach ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, boring. We'll get a boring chance. Lots well, of boring. Be a boring uh, Bullshit. Be a NXT. Uh, Velveteen. Velveteen, yeah. Rusev Day. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. Lana is the best Lana number one. Clap, clap. Yeah. Um, Renee Young chant, maybe? Possibly. Uh, to mix up the announcement. Quick shout out. Thoughts of Renee Young on commentary? Like Michelle Cole. Fantastic. Michelle Cole. 
that's I didn't see anything that she brought that other than the word oh. Ah no, just even her tone of voice was. No, I will say that. Yeah, it was it was a refreshing thing. That's fine, but we. Nothing it was brought. first time nerves. Yeah, she was oh, she's, fine. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't oh, matter like, how good not, she I'm is. I'm not even talking about that, but just the, the natural way that she even spoke, using yeah. her voice, using her pitch to go higher and lower to emphasize the words she was saying, but as opposed to the absolute writing. monotone trash that she's, we used to from Coach Colin Graves. She said it herself that Vince let her slide for one night. Uh, I think she's there permanently because that's the way that that's the way it sounded in the post interviews and everything. But I think that eventually. It'll be beaten out of her. My hopes are up, but I know they'll be dashed. I enjoy oh, well, it. But... I'd still love to see the idea of just her and Cole doing a two-person on it. I thought <laughs> the bits where it was just the two of them calling shit were really good. As soon as Corey interjects himself into it, I thought she unfortunately got taken down a peg with it. But, uh, show, yeah, Corey. Back Pick to... a fucking show. Yeah, it's yeah. too much of him. I hate yeah. him. You know, this, this. He's overexposed. Uh, speaking of hate him, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Here we go. <laughs> uh, uh, I think at this stage, just fucking put the title on Roman. At the end of the day, you keep fucking teasing and will we, won't we? They never, they never go fucking all balls in on it. Go fucking balls deep on it. Give him the fucking belt. Run with it. People are going to be pissed off when you eventually do it anyway. You may as well get it out of the fucking way and maybe eventually they'll get over it. Ah, oh, that so. confetti fall. Do the lot. Confetti oh, crying children. <laughs> Rock <laughs> comes <laughs> out. Rock comes out. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth kisses him and comes back to him at the end. It's going to be. Send, send them out there with the whole thing off, though. If they boo you, literally send them out there with something, with something scripted because they're going to fucking script it anyway. Send them out there with something saying, okay, if the crowd reaction is not too bad, go with this. If they shit all over to you, uh, or if they shit all over you when you're handed that title and have something completely fucking different, lean into it. Go with it. Give him something to work with on it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to say, Roman, I, I, I still, ideal world, I would love to see Kevin Owens win the briefcase and cash in and Kevin Owens be the one because I think the crowd will go berserk for it. But I think the time has come now to literally just say, no, fuck it. We're going with Roman. He is the guy that we're saying is the guy for the last four years. Let's put the belt on and people will be pissed, but they're going to be pissed whenever. Let's just get it out of the way. So, yeah, rant over. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want either whoever wins the Money in the Bank match, I want them to be come out as champ. But I can see them, because they've went so long, just doing a swerve of just letting Lesnar keep the fucking title. Yeah. I'll, I'll jump in there before you say any more then. That's my <laughs> prediction. Lesnar wins. And that's it. We close the show. Lesnar wins and maybe a cash in Monday. I don't think he leaves Brooklyn as the mm. champion. But I think he leaves SummerSlam as the mm. champion. He is scheduled to be on Raw either way. That's where he'll drop the title. He's winning that. He's winning that match. They need. They need ratings. He's winning it. They need like, they've they've already done the swerve at WrestleMania where everyone expected Reigns to win and Lesnar did retain. That's why they'll do it again. I don't <laughs> yeah. see him doing it again. And the Oil Rumble. Was like, that let's... insanity quote to Heyman? You just... <laughs> no, Heyman. He's so back with Brock. This, yeah, yeah, they did the swerve a week early, in my opinion. Could they not have done something like that on Sunday? Maybe it's a double swerve. That's what I'm thinking. There's something else like, happening. My perfect scenario here would be for Reigns to win with a heel turn with um, Paul Heyman joining him. Like That would be my perfect scenario and optimistic and creative news kind of flowing, but I don't see it happening. I see Reigns winning clean, and we're all supposed to be triumphant in his great success. But I, I don't know. It's just not good. Did you see the PR tweet? No. 
from the WWE PR team. Uh, like on Twitter, they actually have their own PR account. And it was something like, uh, why Roman Reigns is the champion. Um, was it why Roman Reigns is the champion uh, the WWE Universe deserves. Oh. And it, like, it, was, it was an article oh, from... Fucking tone deaf. It was an article from someone, like from Yahoo or one of them, that they retweeted out. But uh, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I, I just saw it and just fucking pissed myself laughing. Brass tacks, Brock Lesnar cannot be champion at midnight on Monday night. No. Whatever happens Sunday, I don't care, but it ah. needed to be over. Found a tweet. Boy, Roman Reigns is the champion WWE fans don't realize they truly need. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh that, that, that is pure Vince McMahon right there. <laughs> Has, hashtag SummerSlam, hashtag Brock Roman, at Yahoo Sports. Oh. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing that for? Dig up, stupid. <laughs> uh, say that. Fuck it. I'm just going Roman. Screw Steve. The big dog's going to eat some big steaks. Big steaks line. What did you think of that one? <laughs> oh, so did you get it? Because steaks in that, in that what he was going up against. But also, he's a dog. He likes steak. Oh, like meat. Like J-Dog. Like J Dog, J Dog three six nine. I've added a further number. But what does this mean for Kelly Kelly? I don't know. Uh, oh yes, I'm going. I'm going to go Kelly for Kelly Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, oh, no, Kelly. I'm, I'm going for Kelly Kelly <laughs> to win the title. Yeah, yeah but she's not counting one. That counts as one of your wild cards. <laughs> Damn. Right, um, Steve, Nathan. You said Brock. Brock. Brock, clean as a whistle, right in the middle. I well, I would laugh my whole off of that. <laughs> I think it's gonna and, happen. And I, I can't wait. Happen. If yeah, that happens, yeah. could you imagine like, our YouTube is going to break <laughs> the fucking internet? There's no outcome that I want here. <laughs> it's like I don't Kevin care. owns cash in. Kevin yeah. owns cash in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, will I, there be a cash in? No, on Monday, I think. Not, I, not. I think we. I don't even think we put this as a tiebreaker or a wild card. I think we have this as a separate pre- prediction. Cash in on the main event. Yes or, or no. cash in, cash in on the show. Yes or no, and that's one of the matches. We'll say it's not a wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you have a pick. You say no, yes, and wins. Yes, and loses. Gordo, hmm. I am going we- to say yes and wins. Again, this is hard. This is head, or this is heart over head, rather. Do we go for a triple point here and say who cashes in? Well, no, that is that's already implied thing, in yeah. saying earlier. No, I am. Um, so you, yeah. you take your two points if you're correct on the yes or no, and you get a further point if they cash if they successfully cash it in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it's a three pointer. I'm going to go e- yes and yes. I'm going to go no. I'm a no as well. Hmm. I think you save it for Monday. But I agree. Who knows? Just... Jesus Christ, what's happening? I don't know. 24 new interact. What the hell? Oh, we've after we're getting bombed with something. What happened? Gordo, what's the name about Peyton Royce? It was the Simpsons gift. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you see what this is at? It's 126 yeah. lights on it. You're the old Meltzer term. Or... <laughs> You're welcome, boys. Uh, well done, Gordo. Oh, Let's fuck. close things. Close.
sensual penis. Gordle, main event time. What do you have for me? Nothing. 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 Get into the mic, will you? Get into the mic. I have absolutely nothing because I was busy trying to search for news. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, after last week. Yeah, exactly. I'll be nice. If you, if you want to hit my music there, I'll go through the plugs while you guys go look for it. All right. So, if you want to get more of us here from the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can find us on whatever platform you're on now. We're out here every week, either every Friday or sometimes Thursday night. If you like to treat you, so you can listen to any way to work on a Friday morning. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere any of those feed into, which is pretty much all of the internet. Um, you can find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. If you're on Twitter, which we are, we live tweet Raw, SmackDown, most pay-per-views. You can find us at Two Bit Wrestling. Um, as I said, yeah, we have the podcast here. We also have a YouTube channel. You'll need to search for Two Bit Sports to find us on there. We try and upload some clips, just a couple of live post shows. We will be doing a live post show for SummerSlam this weekend. Um, come on and join our hatred of the big dog. It'll be it'll be a barrel of laughs. And if you ever want to find any more of our articles related to wrestling football other sports gaming you can find it on our main hub which is 2bitsports.com which is on the internet lovely lovely Hooray. lovely boys anything to add before we call it a day uh, you know what Steve I, I do have something and it's uh, now a bit of a, a word of wisdom um, from a wise old man my, 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 my old man um <laughs> If, if anyone wants to see what Nicky's ever sent it on first before, I can give these words of wisdom. Don't worry. It's, um, it's, it's just topless Ambrose showing her ripped, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> you knew this yeah, chat yeah. would turn into a CD affair. <laughs> he's, 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 he's on the juice. Uh, he is that. much more uh, attractive now than he was before. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure when he's in NXT. Oh, super. But um, yeah, so I think uh, to bring up the show, I think we may as well leave it on a good note. Uh, as I said, a wise note and something for people to kind of just think about uh, on the rest of their journey. Which is from my old father, which used to say, "You, how about you let me slip into something more comfortable and we'll talk about some video. I saw the picture of Scarlet Bordeaux on the screen. Oh, she is a very attractive person. <laughs> I like how you did not assume her gender. <laughs> hey, I would like to apologize for my actions post-haste uh, throughout this entire show. I have now learned my lesson, and I hope that everyone who listens to this podcast also learns their lesson and does not subjectify women based on their looks and or gender. Um, have you seen her character in Impact or, you know, in general? <laughs> <smoke> show. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's good, because it cuts and it cuts through all this bullshit. I love it. Yeah. She's an actual small Lovely. She, she's got wrestling acumen. Yeah, there should be characters that cut through all this PC bullshit. I think it'd go, yep. go, go really well. As also, a wise man once said, I would crawl over broken glass barefoot just to suck the cock of the guy who fucked the ass. But while Randy Orton's. Good night, though! <laughs> I was thinking of another gimmick before we go. It was in the vein, and it was the Scarlet Bordeaux thing that brought it up. Uh. 
guy who thinks he's a time traveler, right? But he comes from like dodgy areas of the South in a different time. <laughs> and he has certain beliefs. And that I think it'd be great. You should do it in Impact <laughs> to test it out first. Uh, anyway, another one, another one down. Hopefully, nobody dies again this week. Be nice. And uh, yeah, probably post show on YouTube, as Gordo says on Sunday night. Oh, so, say goodbye, boys. Good night, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>